She witnessed me sign off on some undeniable numbers. Yeah, make a set sale in Croatia to get the leverage. Groundskeepers cutting the grass and clipping the hedges. I took two mil out the cage down in the desert. Matthew Maddox calling the pit boss, double checking. The numbers all good, just pay me, I'm at the Rhino. Real life, the whole fam goons like Rallo. One truck in front of me, one behind me to follow. Let me get a lemon pepper order, please. You gotta head a link before you order these. Docking jet skis in the Florida Keys. We all grateful for Wheezy, but no one more than me. You just found a bottle with the messages. These days, fame is disconnected from excellence. Half the time, I gotta ask niggas what they profession is. Usher the generation, and these are where my professions live. I did brunch with the judge we appearing before. Private villas only, I don't go near a resort. We want everything galore, not just lyric galore. For real. And my city love me like DeMar DeRozan I sent her the child support, she sent me the heart emoji They all say they love me, but they hardly know me Yeah, dropped them off at school, big day for my little man Recess hits, daddy probably made another M School bell rings and I'm out there to get him again Yeah, teacher parent meetings, wives get googly eyed Regardless of what their husbands do to provide Asking if I know Beyonce or Nicki Minaj Of course Pull up to the front in a fleet of Suburbans Flooded French immersion with the Secret Service Shit is so obvious it defeats the purpose If this is your hobby then come and meet your maker Champagne ring bells in the streets of Jamaica Started at the crib, look how far this shit will take you Ross sitting on 235 acres And that's facts Hamdan Muhammad like my third cousin Facts Mansoor Muhammad like my real brother Facts Dubai embraced me like an Emirati Facts All my Rolls Royces got a different body Facts Mansouri kitted out with every option Facts Let me know if that's a problem 
got a problem with me, gotta walk around it Used to say I had it before I got it, now I got it all And being honest, I don't really wanna talk about it And if I didn't have it, wouldn't wanna talk about it I had it so long, I don't even celebrate it Negative thoughts don't even enter my inner matrix Imagine me still rapping about if I never made it Damn Not too many parallels left in our lives I mean my crib look bigger through my son's eyes And the squad look bigger to the young guys And my dick feel better when you drunk, right? Spend nighttime staring at the sunrise And my diamonds all hidden like tie-dye Air Canada sent a nigga when I die Y'all gonna have to fly in and do your fake cry First couple rows, you gon' see the real guys The ones that purchase their vehicles cause of trunk size The ones that look at other rappers like it's lunchtime Watch on my wrist, never show me crunch time Cause I ain't never let it come to that one time To be real, man, I never did one crime But none of my brothers could caption that line At all Kill me, that's talent, God wasted Instant noodle sriracha, I still tasted When mama was too tired to cook and we had the basics Instant noodle sriracha, I still tasted Now it's a movie, I'm back at Balazs Wasted Niggas love trap on my back with the walls facing Big body frames, wasn't in the car racing Me and Chuck's drive by, shorty hard racing I always end up dropping the top when it starts raining Living in a six, eight week sun blazing After that, Achilles just go into hibernation Damn Rest in peace, dollar bill. How I get a girl and girls still wanna holler still. How I'm so famous, gotta live where they hide the hills. Everybody that survived got survivor's guilt. My label gotta prove they love me, gotta wire mills. My boy Kitchen's done looking like a flour mill. You niggas' faces looking like you drink sour milk. And your album's like some motherfucking fire drills. It's like the shit feels real, but it's never real. Yes. Crew Season Podcast, we are back again. This is episode 39. 39. I almost messed up. <laughs> but it's 39. <laughs> Kenny T is not with us today. He's on a family vacation in Louisiana right now. Um, he, had to, he had to make a run. We was up a little late last night. I was beating him down in spades. Uh, do you want to explain the loss last night or do you want to just keep him going? Okay, you want to keep it going? Yeah, this whole All right, uh, <laughs> I told this nigga yesterday, don't bring up none of that. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> and we're going to leave it at that. Oh, so you don't want to name drop who so, it was? I, I want you to name drop. No. For the, for the niggas that was there. <laughs> you, know know you, you know who you are? You know who you are. Shall remain hey. nameless. Hey, it wasn't my fault. Nah, it's all good. I ain't Master P. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OT is in the building. Good. Y'all know Smooth is in the motherfucking house. The Dean is ready, baby. I am Detroit AC. This is another episode of the Crew Season Podcast. How you fellas doing on this glorious morning? Man, good, man. Just went and bought me another goddamn spaceship. Damn me. Boys out here getting to the bag, man. Hey. Show money ain't even hit yet. You hey. getting to the bag. Hey, hey. Spit it before you get outside, it up. But, hey, spit it, hey. <laughs> I, I never had it. My pocket's been smoking, so when I get money, it disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that whole clean, man. We seen it. You know what I'm saying? We seen it last night. 
Appreciate that, man. Brand new truck, boy. Proud of you, proud of you. It can't tow nothing. I'm, if y'all niggas fall in the ditch, I am sorry. <laughs> we call the tow truck out. It's not built for that. <laughs> yeah. The truck itself is, but my truck is not built for that. Oh, man. We got an interesting docket today, man. We got some new music came out. First record, as y'all already heard, Lemon Pepper, right at the top of this pod. Drake released a three pack. Mm-hmm. What's y'all opinions Come on, on man. Hell, super fire. That, Come on, uh, man. The one with Lil Baby, though, I had to listen to it a few times, That's honestly. Hard. I, had, hey, I hey. honestly had to listen to it a few times. Hey, I did. I don't, I don't know why it took that long. I don't know. Bro. You heard Baby rapping on that? I did, yeah, and and that's why I'm off. mad. He was going off. He was. He was. Ooh, ooh, I but, had, but if we don't get a Ross and uh and Drake tape before they before they retire out the game uh, and die here, I swear to God, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> Shut up, bro. We have not forgot. We need that Yolo tape. We have not forgot about that. Mm-mm. Streets need that, man, for sure. Um, but yeah. So if I had to rate, I mean. The the first record I ain't really like too much, but the bottom two, second two, yeah, I like the first record. Street See, I had what's next as my number two. Mm. Lemon Pepper, of course, is one. Of course, and then of course, yeah, what's next? I like right. I like what's next. Yeah, yeah, the cadence is only just different, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? That, but that's the one thing that's hey, gonna be in the club. We was talking about hey, that too. That's the one thing about the Drake, the nigga be changing the cadence. It's like changing the way niggas gonna rap. Mm-hmm. Watch. True, that's true. Watch. So it's sound foreign to us now. You get what I'm saying? Give it a year. Everybody gonna be in adapted. Niggas style gonna be already. rapping off beat because the first, like his first, like what? Maybe like eight bars. He was off beat on mm-hmm. purpose, and then he sprung it back together. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I know one thing though. Uh, Lil Baby should be arrested for doing yeah, that to yeah. somebody on that on, on their own song like that. That is unreal, man. You know, a lot of people was not. I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people was mad because they were saying he sounded the same. Who, baby? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, this nothing. Oh, P. This is for P. P said, uh, the baby don't get as much. He gets more slander than Lil Baby as far as when he's rapping about the same style. Oh, you mean as far as cadence and different things like that? I felt it was, they kind of both get to hate the same, roughly. You know, I, I, nah, me, nah. I, I like the baby too, man. You think it's more the baby, though? No, but I like yeah, the baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The baby get more slander for not changing his style than anybody in rap. Why? Why? Everything I put out I might be hitting. That's just what it is. I mean, they they be critiquing him as far as the beats. Mm-hmm. And then he gonna get, then on top of that, he gonna give you all the beats. Start, the he rap. coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he ain't breathing on the beat. Let's he go. Give, he ain't, you know what I'm saying. He ain't, he ain't giving you no slack. No, 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 no. Goddamn ten minute, ten second window. At all. As soon as it drops, you gonna get all this. This is what you paying for, right? Straight up. Yeah. You know but I mean, mean But again I don't think the grievances Is flow I think they're tired Of hearing the same beats mm. Is what it is Okay Cause okay. he got the same Kind of fruity loop Kind of bounce beats Like all of them Are the same if boom, was, boom 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 Right Something like, like, Something yeah, like I that get you, I get you Compared okay. to you know But Lil Baby It don't matter the beat He gonna, he gonna do You know what I'm saying He can he can give you uh, What's that record That he had about the Civil I mean uh, yeah, Civil uh, Rights Bigger than black and white Bigger than Bigger picture Um, But yeah So he can give you that And then you see what he did On this new uh, Three pack And then everything That he done been doing Up until Which is why it's still Baffling to me That they gave Rapper of the year To Meg the style Don't get me wrong I I, I love Meg But You know why they did Stop it You know why Stop it man It's political Um, But shout out to Meg Yeah yeah Shout out to Meg For sure For sure For sure Uh, Did y'all hear that Bruno record And Anderson Pack record That whole tough that I did tough. not. I've been. Hey, my my records I've been listening to <laughs> is I feel I feel you, but the that records home. I've been listening to is uh what that is uh the Drake of course mm-hmm. and Tory Lane shit. I haven't listened to Tory Lane. That nigga shit. Get me shot. That Tory Lane's hard. Get me shot. 
We're just gonna play a little bit of it. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. It's so far. This shit is incredible. Man. Play this for your wife when you get home. For real, like it. Where you at? Where you at? Oh, you got plans. You got plans. Don't say that. Shut your trap. I'm sipping wine. Sip, sip. In a row. I look to the YouTube bottles. I know y'all can't hear it. Oh, hey. My house clean. <laughs> My pool warm. Just shake. Smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east wing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? Remind me of some old school temptations or something, boy. Hey, that's hard, ain't it? Hey. I know. <laughs> I know. That whole tough. Tough. Yeah. And then I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that boy Bruno, the truth, man. I can boy, they got a stock of pad boys to that boy, man. Um, but yeah, him and uh, Anderson Pat, they got a whole album coming. Yeah. So this is like the first single. This because everybody, you know, they've been talking about it for a while, but this the first single off of it. Everybody like. If it's gonna sound like this, I can't wait. All day. I'm just in all yeah. day. Damn. Right. But yeah, so you know, I say all that to say music is in a great place. Right. No, it's hey, in a great place. It's right. in a hell of a place. And, uh, right. I, I just checked, started checking out Manny Wells this week too. Mm. From uh, I seen it on Joe Button podcast. Mm-hmm. He opened up set uh, so good. Mm-hmm. I played that so good. I was like, nigga. No. Top to bottom that album mm-hmm. fire, bro. I said we about to have to make up, make yeah, a play. That's nothing yeah. we're gonna do for the Patreon for sure. Get this R&B playlist together Maybe about 15 records <clears throat> But yeah Music is in a great place So we just wanted to touch on that But the Tory, uh, the Tory album It's tough Hell No more. this is not the popular thing to say <laughs> But this is I our podcast hate. And we say what we want to say I can't hate man It's tough I can't. I don't know what he's going on With his legal shit <laughs> But in the meantime He can't say nothing about the court About the uh, case either You know what I'm saying Yeah, yeah the judge Nothing. told him to chill huh? Nathan Bro Bro. Yeah, man, that boy on it, man. I don't know, man. The tape? No, 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 no. <laughs> bro. Bro. Boy on it, man. I know you went and found somebody new. When all my friends are showing me new pictures. All on the ground with your man. Smiling all the names. Like, he just do you so much better than I do. You been dirty this day like this was before, so becoming. Huh? Yes, I, I didn't expect that it'd be this soon. Right. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I know this ain't right for the time, but y'all don't look right together. Y'all don't look right together. Definitely got that dirty mac on. Y'all don't look right together. Seen You look like mine forever. Hey, I grew up on Dirty Mac. What you talking about? <laughs> like LL, bro. I seen you at the bus stop waiting every day. <laughs> this ain't that your man let you travel that way. <laughs> That's classic, Dirty Mac. Classic, yo. yo. When I heard that Drake first, because I had, I had I had to go. Hey, gotta go respect <clears throat> to the king. I gotta I gotta show respect to the king. Right? Oh yeah, first and foremost. But once I had that limit that limit freestyle on Reese Reed for like three hours. 
I was like, all right, let me, let me see what my, let me see what they start talking about. Yeah. Let me see. Mm-hmm. First record, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. this gonna be one of them ones. Then I got to the second record. Then I got to the fifth record. Then I got to the eighth record. I was like, I can't stop listening. This is twelve pack. It's tough though. Oh, I say that may not be the popular thing to say, but you know it is what it hey, is. Man, we got to hey, get credit where it's due. Hey, I may not. Fu- I, I may not fuck with what's going on in, in, in his legal shit, mm-hmm. but music wise. Right now, he probably top five in this category. Mm. For real, for real. Fair. Fair mm. assessment. He about top five in this category. You can't take that from him. You just can't. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, but shout out to Megan Stallion. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see what comes out in court, and we're going to go from oh, there. Um, but we're going to stay in music, man. Recently, it was a situation happened with Saha. Y'all heard what happened mm-hmm. with Saha? Yeah, man. Uh, they tried to kill him and shit? Yeah. He, he said he ran was, off the road? or yeah. He said he was driving on the, on, on the highway. He noticed somebody... Following him or whatever, so he tried to switch lanes, weave, speed up, whatever, and they was they was on his ass in a Maserati. Yep. Uh, and then he even went so far as to get on the shoulder, hit the brakes, and start reversing. And the Maserati like passed him up, and you turned on the highway. Wow. To come back and get him, and then he ended up, you know, pressing the gas again, going the opposite way, jumping off the exit. And he said, as soon as he jumped off the exit, you looking in his rear rear view, they behind him, and he start hearing shots. So he started trying to weave or whatever, hit a curb, and then roll down off into like a little uh, creek mm-hmm. or forest or whatever. And uh, he was he was upside down. You know, of course, the car t- tumbled three, four times. He tried to get out. He said, luckily, his sunroof was open. Mm-hmm. He was able to climb up out the, the sunroof or whatever. And and then he went to hit. He went to hide in the in the woods. What he said when he was hiding, he seen the people in the Maserati pull up, hop out the car, walk all the way down there to the embankment, and start shooting up the truck even more after they flipped over. But he, luckily, he had hid somewhere and you know, went to a neighbor crib you know, to stall him out until he seen a lot of police cars or whatever come through. And then he came back out and, you know, he, he knew one of the police uh, policemen or whatever. But, yeah, they tried to, they tried to kill him. I think they That's shot him, shot crazy. the car like 30-something times or something. And where was this at? In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yeah, yeah in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yep. That's wild. That's fucked up. And I, I like the music he's been putting out lately. Yeah, that boy cold, man. That boy is otherworldly. Yeah. I want to hear the tape. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. I wanted the tape. I wonder what's going on with him and good music. I don't think he ain't even on the label no more. Nah, he he's a free agent. He recently put out a post on Instagram. He was like, "Look, I got three albums ready to go." He said, "I just I just need somebody to partner with me to put them out." Labels hit me up or whatever. And then he said he was uh, on the on the phone with um he's about to be on the phone with the dude from Empire. So he probably finna sign over there. And then he gonna start putting this dropping it, dropping his stuff the way he's supposed to be dropping it. But yeah, he he was just tied up in paperwork with. Yeah, and them with good music, but he finally up out of that. So now he, he independent. He trying to make it make it happen on his own. But I mean, I bring that situation up to ask y'all. Podcast is getting bigger. Um, we're not full fledged celebrities yet, but do y'all fear celebrity? Absolutely. And why? And it's because we don't know every we don't know everybody. You st- you as you get bigger, you do have to be more conscious of your moves. You can't just get out and move around all with it like you used to. Because once you have a name, for some reason, it's, people get jealous, automatic. It don't matter what it is. They want what you have. Or they just they just, uh, they just upset at themselves because they're not in that position. Right. So for no reason, they don't even have to know. You don't have to say nothing bad about their name. But it's, oh, yeah, he got some bread. I, I need some of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that's some, that's some bullshit. That's some whole-ass shit. Hey, I, I ain't scared of it, man. It ain't nothing but crabs in a bucket just like the hood, baby. I'm 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 really got that I know I know what that environment feel like. You know what I'm saying? But 
when you're a superstar, of course, it's, it's more pressure because then you don't know the niggas that want something. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But it don't bother me. It don't bother me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it don't bother me, but I do think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I just don't. The fact that, like, right now we have the privilege of moving freely how we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to, like Drake was talking about, every time he pull up, he pulling up in suburbs and shit like that. And, like, I don't, I really don't want that to be my lifestyle. Like, everywhere mm-hmm. I go, I got to have all this security and protection around me. Like, that's just, like, as, as fun as that may be to, like, get to that status, mm-hmm. all that other stuff, I just don't feel like it's worth it. Maybe it is, though. But, you know what I'm saying, you really have to be at a super comfortable position. I'm telling you position. right now, I get to that status. I'm still pulling up in snow out there. Not Dolo. I'm I'm pulling up in snow. Not Dolo. I'm Dolo as far as human being. But I ain't Dolo if you catch my dream. <laughs> <laughs> you know so you I want feel it. it. I feel if it. If you though. want it, yeah, you can have it. I feel it. But it's gonna come with a few things with having it that might cost you a little. Might cost you a little. That's the part that scared me though. Context. Saha had his in the whip. He was he was reaching for it when they started shooting at him. And you know he said he reached in the dash, pulled it out or whatever. He said, "Let me set it on my lap." This when he was trying to get rid mm-hmm. of him. He said, "By the time they start shooting, it was too late to do anything." Now he's just trying to scramble and get out right. of the way. Right. So it's like you could you could have it on you and still die. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in, in regards to like how I feel about it, it 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 terrifies me to be honest. And the reason it does is because just like you say, you know, if you're familiar with the hood and vibe and different things like that, you know, you 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 know how to handle yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's different because when you in the hood and you into it with dudes that's in the hood, it's fair mm-hmm. because you know everybody or you know who your ops is. You know you know how to move, what gas stations to go to, what not to go to, what projects to go to, what not to go to. But when you a celebrity, they got to the drop on you at all times. They gonna know where you are when you torn. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, such and such club tonight. Oh, okay, so we can send forty dudes out there and just wait outside for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you got to move with a different level. You know, just like you said with the SUVs and different things like that, how Drake moved. He ain't got a choice. They got people. You look at Benny the Butcher, one of the most respected rappers yep. in the whole industry. And yep. they ran down on him at Walmart and shot him, trying to rob him. Conway got robbed when he was in Atlanta. Um, you know, it, the, the, the list goes on. R.P. Chucky Trill, too. Chucky Trill just passed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. More bullshit. Right. Mo3. Same way. How, the, how they killed him. They was waiting outside of the girl apartment for him. They, they knew his car, knew where he was going to go or whatever, and waiting outside the girl apartment all night. Followed him there, waited outside for him. When he left, they shot him. It's just little things like that, and you you don't know them. They know you, though, yep. and that's what's scary because it's not fair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I was low, we in touch with somebody, okay, then I can, you know, I know how to move. I know the send page to her family crib, and we, you know, mask down and do what we got to do, go go hunting. But you can't do that as no celebrity. You got millions of dollars to lose, different things like that. And then if you try to pay somebody to do it, they get caught. They'll snitch on you. So now you got to go do 20 for conspiracy. So it's just it's, it's just the rules are not fair. Mm-hmm. And that's what scared me about it. So it's going to make me more paranoid. It's going to make me, I don't know, just move with the, you know, bulletproof everything, just all kind of stuff. Because you never know. Like, you you ain't even got to be no street stuff or whatever. Just like Saha. Saha say, bro, I ain't been in the streets in 20 years. Right. Which is what he put on his Instagram post. He was like, you know, I'm, I genuinely want to know, like, who shot me. Like, just reach out to me. Can we squash this? Is it mm-hmm. something that we can do? Like, why are y'all doing this? Right. I'm past that. Like, I don't owe nobody no money. I didn't I didn't run off on the plug or nothing like that when I was doing what I was doing. I came into this thing scot-free. Mm-hmm. And they tried to kill him, tried to blow his brains out for nothing. I and you know what I'm saying? So it's like you could you could be moving 
the yeah, right I way. I read about his story. When he signed the good music, he took that advance and gave it to his OGs to let him out. Right. Mm. Right. So you got to respect that. That's the thing. You could be moving the right way. Look at Nipsey. Moving the right way. Mm-hmm. If it's the, you know, symbol of what a stand-up dude is. And it's just the fact, like, dude has so much hate for him. And Nipsey barely knew him. You know, they knew of each other because they from the same set, from the same hood, but... That ain't a every day we kicking it kind of, you know what I'm saying? Nipsey is on the bigger things at the Grammys and doing all kind of stuff, but he just going back and forth to his store to show love to the community. This dude come in there and Nipsey even talked to him in a respectful way. He didn't say snitch ass nigga, get away from me. What the hell is you on? Snitch was like, hey, bro, word in the street is that, you know, yo, you know, yo, you know that you're telling or whatever. You need to go get that cleared up. He said it in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. They could have just pressed him right there and, you know what I'm saying, put hands on him, but. Dude was so, you know, ego so hurt. Love come back and blow Nipsey's head off in front of his own store. So it's just like, like, you know, don't get me wrong. Fame, fame is cool. Money is cool, but it's, it's dangerous. And that's why people be saying, you know, being an entertainer or whatever is the most dangerous, one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. That's that's thousand percent true. That's real. You got a bulls out Everybody know where you at. That's why I tweeted the other day. I just want to get my bread and get out the way. Right. That's it, man. So like you always got to be on point, or you got to have somebody with you that's on point. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a lot, man. But but yeah, I just thought it was an interesting question to bring up yeah, to y'all boys. Thanks. All right, we're gonna stay right here and wrap. Uh, Hove again. Uh, recently sold the majority of his stake and title to Square. Oh yeah, I seen that. Yeah, we have been seeing Hove in pictures with Jack Dorsey, um, who owns Square. And uh, for a while, they was doing dinners or whatever. And um, kind of find out that was the reason they was negotiating the deal. Hope going to get $297 million for selling his stake. And uh, I think that puts him at $1.4 billion net worth. His his net worth went up 40% based on that deal. That's what's up. So, you know, again, round of applause. He's going to lose probably a third of that. Not, but I'm talking like, like what it is, 1.4? Right. So he probably gonna lose like uh about another two hundred million or three hundred million for him to go start another business because you gotta realize he sold a business mm-hmm. so he needs something to carry him again. Well, he he sold his majority stake. He yeah. still got rights yeah. in the business and he he negotiated uh he on the advisory board for Square now. Mm-hmm. So oh, shit, that's, yeah, that's a hell of right. so he Square gonna Square gonna be some big shit soon too. Right. So you know again, man, he out here moving how he's supposed to be moving fresh off of the uh, Ace of Spades deal or whatever. So. That right there is real big. Shout out to Hove, man. Um, we gonna go to. <laughs> I saw a, a headline uh, about y'all governor, man. Supposed to be opening up the state here pretty soon. 100%. He already did it. No, no, on the tenth. On the tenth. On the tenth. Hundred percent. Houston been opened up, bro. <laughs> Masks will no longer be mandatory. Houston been opened up, bro. We, we ain't gonna sit here and fake it. <laughs> We ain't gonna sit here and fake it, no goddamn me. Jumping clubs ain't lost no money. No besides, money. Besides the first month. That's it. Maybe month and a half, whatever. But about May. Yeah, been jumping hey, ever look, since. Look, look, how your mask on when you come in? When Straight you in up, here, you good. You know Straight what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how he was doing it too. <laughs> Literally, as soon as you walk in the door, you can take it off. Like, what sense does that make? <laughs> Niggas walking all the way back to their car just to have it for thirty seconds. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we gotta make gotta it look pretty. It's Houston, baby. <laughs> yeah. the money don't stop here. The money do not stop here. Everywhere else, oh, like Atlanta it's and all money, that, bro. you get curfews. Mm-hmm. Oh, now everybody got to be in the house at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Everything shut down at 11, 12. In Houston, you name me one business been shutting down. 
Like that, like like the popping scene been shutting down at twelve. Nah, you boy, they might kill you. They might kill you. You try to go to that door, hey bro, we gotta shut it down at eleven. Bro, get the fuck from Ron. <laughs> you, got, you got places changing their name to to yeah. restaurant and bar so they can oh, stay open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's real they shit. Serve hot wings. They talking about restaurant. That's real shit. <clears throat> you get what I'm saying? It's shit like that. Bro, it's crazy, man. So Houston, really? hey, we've been open. I don't know about the rest of Texas, but in Houston, it's like we are, we our own state. We better literally, really and truly. Here's a question though: Do y'all, uh, will y'all keep wearing the mask? Yes, y'all gonna take them off? I'm keeping my mask. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna keep wearing the mask at some at some stages. Some stages. I got a better question. What? Are y'all gonna take the Are y'all gonna take the shot now? Never, never. I think a zombie apocalypse <laughs> gonna come on this for this shit, man. Yeah, I, don't, I'm on the I fence. ain't took it yet. I don't know. I'm man. on the fence. I'm on the fence. I've been thinking about that. it now. Fuck that. But I ain't. I shit. I ain't never had a flu shot. I ain't never had a flu shot ever. Me neither. I ain't never so. getting that shit, man. Why would I get myself a virus to be sick for a few days? <laughs> Fuck wrong with y'all niggas, man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't had it though. You know what I'm saying? And my right. my smell still ain't all the way back right. Like it's back, mm. but like certain things smell different than they used to. Mm. So it got lingering effects or whatever. Damn. But uh, you need some of my blood. <laughs> Do you need some of my blood to cure all that bitch ass blood? (laughs) Zamunda. Oh, that's. Is is that on there too? It's on the docket. Okay. It's on the docket. Look, he already jumping ahead. My bad, I ain't know. I'm just. Nah, it's all good. Um, but I mean, while we here, let's stay here. Did y'all see uh, Coming to America? And what are y'all thoughts? I was trying to watch it, but I kept getting interrupted, so I ain't get to watch it. Oh. Some real shit. When I first watched it, I said, this is the most garbage shit. Why would they do this? But then I had to go back, take the lens off, and watch it again. Because you got to realize, for us, for us grown folks, we looking at it through the lens of right. the first one. Right. You get what I'm so saying? So I had to take that off. And when I watched it again, that shit funny. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm in the kitchen laughing with them. That shit was hilarious to me. Okay, rated on a scale of one to ten. I give like another seven. It was solid. It was solid. What about you? Six. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I yeah, got it. Funny six. moments. I think <clears throat> my only issue with it was the storyline. Mm-hmm. Storyline was terrible. I don't like how they say, "Oh, you got drugged." Oh, spoiler alert! Uh, if y'all ain't seen it, skip <laughs> past this part. Um, but yeah, I didn't like how they, you know, he drugged them and has. It's like, come on, fam. They could have like it was so much stuff happening in the first one. Y'all could have pulled anything that yeah. was realistic. Y'all didn't have to go back and create some nonsense to happen. Yeah. So that was my first grievance. Second grievance was the dude that was playing his son. He just wasn't it for me, bro. He's trying to be like, feel like he was trying to be like Killmonger on the cool. Or like, uh, it seemed like, yeah, it was like a bad mixture of Killmonger and Marlon Wayne. It was just a <laughs> lot going on, and I'm just like, fan, like you could just see him overacting, like trying hard to be funny. Mm. And I'm just like, ah. they could have found somebody else to play that. You know what I'm saying? Wesley did his thing. They could have found. Yeah, Wesley was. Wesley might have been one of the funniest characters to me. Which is wild, because Wesley ain't a comedian. <laughs> oh. And that's what I was just like. Wesley's I mean, well, back in the day, like, back in the day, in the early 90s, he was, was kind of. Yeah, when my nigga and white, white man came out. Yeah, yeah. My nigga, was, my nigga was. But he, he was funny without trying to be funny. Yeah. He was just funny just off, just off his aura. But here, he's like yeah. a comedian. Yeah. He's trying to, like, they're putting him in funny situations to be funny mm-hmm. rather than just act. Like, because even in New Jack City, he was funny. But mm-hmm. you know he was just playing himself. But he was just slick with it and different things like that. But this not that. This is goofy, funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, I mean, I mean, it's cool. It was cool. But the barbershop scenes was gold. Oh yeah. Barbershop scenes was gold. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. Yeah, man. It's hard, it's hard to go wrong with that. He had a funeral for his daddy before he died. <laughs> he died at the funeral. <laughs> for real? <laughs> gotta stop telling him. Hey, if y'all ain't seen died. it, man, go watch it, man. We're not gonna spoil it no more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and Tiana did her thing too. We got a shout out Tiana Ooh, Taylor. Ooh, yeah. Tiana's so Tiana fine, was tough, boy. but you know who was who was bad? His uh, the older sister. Liked her. Oh yeah, she was tough. I liked her. She was tough. Man, I did. You gotta watch that movie. Yeah, watch. and the uh, grooms, the grooms woman too. You got what? Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought it was solid. I really did. I thought it was solid. Mm-hmm. After I gave it a chance, now the first well, his wife was the first thirty minutes was kind of girl. He married from the first one. She and her. She, she yeah, 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 yeah. Lisa Murphy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, it's just interesting though. They was able to bring a lot of people back. The only mm-hmm. people that I noted that I noticed they didn't bring back was Eddie Murphy's mama. I mean, uh, Akeem's mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa's sister wasn't there, and um, they should have brought back damn, Samuel was somebody Jackson. else. That would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting. Nigga, still yeah. robbing, still robbing. <laughs> Thirty years later, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Louis was in it. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, but when I move up to the, you know, then I make assistant manager. Yeah. What he was then. That's was when the big bucks start rolling. What he was in. then. He was still. She's still working in the shop. <laughs> They end up building a, a McDowell's in Zamunda. <laughs> so, like, you know, him, uh, Lisa Daddy, all of them is, like, running that, yeah. that McDowell's that's in Zamunda now. <laughs> <laughs> they say, right now, I'm on, right yeah, now they got me watching lettuce. <laughs> then I move up to fries. <laughs> the wow. See, and that's the lens we watch it through. Right. Yeah, and right. That's what but you got to look for the young folk, they, they, most of them never even seen coming mm, to right. there. So it's a fresh lens for them. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But for us, coming to America, the first one was just, it's just, it was it's more than legendary. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, you know, the, you know, the mistake I made was I watched that and then I watched the first one right after it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this ain't even in the <laughs> league of funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's hard. I was just like, cause, cause in the first one, like damn near every scene you laughing mm-hmm. at something, even when they wasn't trying to joke, they was being serious or cussing each other out or whatever. It's still funny, but in that one, I was just saying, uh, yeah, it's nothing. You can't cuss. I mean, you can, but you can't cuss like they was freely cussing back in the day. That's true. It was. That's true. That's like Harlem Nights. Shut up, bitch. What <laughs> <laughs> Red Fox? Red, Red, Red Fox. Man, that movie that's so legendary. Oh, Everybody on, dead man. except uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Everybody did. Damn, that is true. Tommy, Robin yeah, yeah. Harris, That's Red Fox, crazy. Richard Pryor. Yeah, everybody. Dolores, she still? Charlie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, me, yeah, yeah, Miss uh, Dolores is gone too, yeah. Like, that's fucking nuts, bro. Yeah. When, uh, uh, who, who, uh, Arsenio alive, though. Yeah. Arsenio of course, alive. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah, one yeah. living. Arsenio alive. Yeah. Yeah, that right there is classic. Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall is the only one still living from that movie. Sunshine? Sunshine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She loves yeah, it. Yeah, she but she ain't, she, you know, she ain't no big actor, though. But she's not, yeah, she, mm-hmm. she fell out of it. Yeah, she ain't no big actor, though. I'm talking about the big actors, big comedians, and that. They mm-hmm. all gone. Yeah, legends. They had legends. I, I still don't know how they pulled that off. <laughs> that was a lot the, of legends. I wonder what the movie scene was like in there every day. Like, the acting scenes. I don't oh, know how many tapes they burn through. Fam, come on. <laughs> Damn the takes. You imagine the jokes behind the scenes that was happening. You better not wear nothing wrong today. One more person I forgot to shout out. He had a little small little cameo. 
That boy Nav Green was on that hoe. Oh, he was. Nav Green. Yeah, was yeah. Shout out to Nav Green. <laughs> he yeah. was in there. He was. Yeah. He was with the family. <laughs> um, the the girl that got a king or got pregnant by a king. So who was some some up and coming art uh, actors in there that you know what I'm saying? Like they got little cameos like that. Um, or they was just in there. They had they had Ross in there. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. Talking I know. African. Um, <laughs> Michael Blackson. Yeah, Michael Blackson was, he was in, like uh, the, he was like one of the military leaders. But he old though. I'm talking yeah, about like the like upcoming ones. I don't know. It wasn't too many young ones like that that was in the, which is why Nav stood out so much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's dope. But but you go, you got to watch it for yourself and then come back and let us know what you think about it. All right, all right. All right, we're gonna move right along. Uh, before I got sidetracked, my bad, you know, dog. It's all good. <laughs> um, did y'all hear about the VP of Nike? Son? Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, so basically, what, stealing you know, for the uh, listeners that aren't familiar with what I'm referring to, uh, basically, she's the VP at Nike, and her son is running a resale business. Now, when you sign the contract to be an employee at Nike, it says, clear as day, reselling is forbidden. It's because they get, you know, crazy discounts. I heard it's like up to 40% off. Uh, what I what I read in the article, so it's like you know you'll be basically robbing the company by doing that. If you're getting a forty percent discount and you selling it at a five hundred percent, you know whatever. But her her son did that. He had a whole line going, and because he wasn't an employee there, mm-hmm. they couldn't persecute him for it, mm-hmm. or they couldn't get her in trouble for it either, because she didn't have any direct involvement, mm-hmm. and he the son didn't sign the contract. So how they how they painted it how or why Nike let it go was because of that. But he had a whole business booming. I think they say he made like what they say six hundred thousand dollars or something in one year or something like that by doing it. That's crazy. So you know everybody that's on them sneaker apps and everybody that's on the <laughs> waiting on the shoes wondering why you didn't get selected. He in the back on Instagram with two hundred boxes of shoes behind him, Jordans, selling them for five hundred pieces. Everything, he all on Instagram stunting like you know what I mean. <laughs> but he, they done, he done basically like got in there and finagled the resources. But he, kept, I, I did notice he either had shades on or something, or he mm-hmm. was taking them far, far right. away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He wasn't slick, bro. Mm-hmm. Right, he was slick enough because they let it go on for That's a year true. and some two years. Yeah, 2018, and, and they only transact- caught him because she had a big transaction under her name. And 15, she, yes, yeah, she, she, like she came out and, and told him. What? That that it was going on, the the VP, and which is I think another reason why they didn't like penalize her super hard because she just came out and said came out and said, but they let her go though, right? So was she unaware, or it, I guess she, she might knew. have heard some rumbles and was she like, knew. all right, let come me come on, man, come I, on, that, that's knew. that's her kid. Your she son bringing in six hundred racks. What you doing, bro? Yeah, maybe they got doing? money. No. Yeah, but what are you doing? But still, because we talk, you nigga. know your son, you know what your son doing. <laughs> Not even that. You a VP at Nike, nigga. Yeah. You're a millionaire. You're a millionaire. Your son ain't got to work at McDonald's, Walmart. So if you bringing in this type of money, what you doing, son? Yeah, that was that was just interesting. But she I, knew. When, as soon as I seen the article, I immediately felt sorry for everybody let, that be waiting hey. in line on the map. <laughs> let, let, hey. like, let, let her would have been black, though. That's why I never oh, yeah. wait. Come on, come on. That's why I never wait. Which is which is what a lot of people was was outraged about. They yeah. was like, you know, they gave her a pass because she's white. Nigga, let, Cause, let, cause let they that make, woman been black. Because they make mistakes. They can make mistakes. Correct. So, 
But it's fucked up, bro. It's all good, man. But shout out to him for finagling, man, because I would have probably did the same thing. That's <laughs> real. That's real. That's real. I, I ain't not gonna hustle. I ain't not gonna hustle. Now. So you gotta respect. I'm just saying the situation. So he can still flip if he wanted. Huh? Uh, huh? he he could, He's but but it's a through. but it's an ethical thing. I think I think they gonna she gonna put it into that just based on the you know the optics. But I mean, if he wanted to, he could. So he not getting penalized enough. No, no, he no, can't. No. He didn't sign a contract with me. I know. Yeah. So damn. And why is you taking fifteen thousand from your moms anyway when you made six hundred? Who who took fifteen thousand? The one that fifteen thousand. It was a big transaction on her car, right? No, a hundred. He paid like a hundred to get the shoes or something like that. That's what they found. It was like a hundred thousand. Oh, well, I, I guess he was trying to hide it. Well, he was trying to hide. For I guess because again, like he, he knew that it's some it's some sideways stuff going on. You know, he didn't. You know, what I'm saying because his moms could be like, like what, how Nike could have did her. They could have. Presta took it to court and said you giving inside information mm-hmm. and that you facilitating this situation happening. That's mm-hmm. what they could have did. And if they was black, that's probably what they would have did. But they didn't do that. They basically said, okay, look, you know, because you came out and told us, we're not going to press the situation at all. Just stop doing it and we can, you know, let, you know, go on about our business, basically. But he was like, the, the kid, he was trying to hide it because he knew it was wrong. You know, on Instagram with four hundred boxes of court. Now, for outsiders looking in, we thinking, okay, well, he, you know, his mom work at Nike. It mm-hmm. makes sense. But he, he flipping, flipping. He wasn't showing the bank account. He wasn't showing the money. He just showing the shoes. Yeah. He, so yeah, it was a hundred thousand, one hundred thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. Bro, let a black person steal <laughs> already know one hundred and thirty-two <laughs> of anything. Hundred thirty-two thousand of anything. Purchase one hundred thirty-two thousand. We're gonna be in jail. Resale company. Yep. One hundred thirty-two thousand sneakers for his resale company. We're gonna be in jail. It ain't no. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I just want the money back. Wild part. He started a business with it. Was mm-hmm. it Joe Hebert LLC? I think it, is it what his name I is. I forgot what it was. Yeah, Joe Hebert LLC. He started a business so he could separate himself third party from any mm-hmm. liability. He he did it smart. That's what I'm saying. Like you gotta respect the hustle, but I he knew it was wrong. I'm not hating on the hustle. Mm-hmm. Because if I had that type of privilege, I'd probably do it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but it's fucked up. It is, though. You know how long I be waiting on them days? <laughs> that's, why, that's why I don't even fool with it, bro. Get straight on that bitch. At bro. the right time, you're supposed to get on a second. You hit that bitch sold out. What the fuck? How? With my where? attitude? No. That's why I just go in the mall, just pick what I want. But you know, it always been rigged. Even dating the back in the day, like when the shoes used to go to the store. If we had somebody work at the store, hey, bro, put, put two of them aside for me, fam. Real talk, but they hey. telling everybody, "Hey, we out." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, you got an extra hundred dollars each pair, man. I got you. Right, <laughs> that's real, and I done paid it before. So yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a hustle regardless. I but told, I told I one knew. of my ass niggas, nigga, I'm calling corporate right now. That nigga came right out with the shit. <laughs> 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 that's nigga. Oh man, but all right, man. We are gonna get into a more serious discussion. Uh, recently on the I Am Athlete podcast, they had a big discussion about you know men being each other's. A man not providing a safe space for each other to express themselves. We're just going to play a little clip. We so cool with each other. Our kids play together. We hang out. We party. We gamble. Why don't men talk to each other about stuff like this? Why won't I, why won't I having a tough time? Do I not call y'all? And, you know, that was just, I think, a little trailer clip. But basically in that episode, you know, they got into some deep stuff. You know, I know Ocho. Shout out to Ocho. Uh, you know, his mom's recently passed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they was asking him, you know, how is he doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I think they was uh, the discussion based on, you know, Vincent Jackson recently died. Uh, mm-hmm. 
rest in peace to Vincent Jackson. Um, yeah, they found him in his hotel. He was in his hotel uh, dead for three days before three anybody days. even, mm-hmm. you know, knew something was wrong. So that that was the basis of the conversation. And they was like, well, look, man, how can that man go three days? This is supposed to be a brotherhood. He got he didn't play with hundreds of teammates. Nobody checked on him. Nobody knew what he was going through mentally or whatever for him to to go out that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that that led to a bigger conversation about you know do men provide a space for each other to be vulnerable with each other? Hell no. And why do you think that is? See, we just gonna suck that shit up. Be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Most of men I know we we built to be goddamn strong out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, no matter what it is, don't complain, nigga. Get out of here. So, we're giving that you 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 place with that burden. Of hey, no matter what's going on, I gotta always keep going. You know what I'm saying? I gotta calm everything else around, everything else uh that's around me down and keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Whatever my emotions is, just follow that shit. And that's what we built to do. Yeah. Um, oh, why do you think that it's been hard for men to create a safe I think like in recent years we've made a more concerted effort. Mm-hmm. But why do you feel like it's been such a hurdle? For us to create safe spaces For us to express ourselves I don't think At least with us I don't think We we don't make it hard mm-hmm. um, We just love enjoying Our time together mm. You know what I'm saying So Why would I come over here And tell you about my problems Knowing that you got problems Going on mm. So I don't want to add You know what I'm saying Because now You thinking about me Or worried about me What I got going on On top of everything That you got You know what I'm saying So it's like I'm a man I'm a big boy You know what I'm saying I put my pants up I got to I got to Go on a daily grind like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I can't make no excuses, like period. You know what I'm saying? If I want to live the life I want to live or whatever, like we just can't make excuses. So I don't know. We just we just don't we just don't talk about it. That's, that's all it is. Like it's, I don't think that we can't. We just don't do it. And, and some dudes may you know what I'm saying makes it think it's soft or they may not have time for it. Some men don't even know how to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like I said, we just. Yeah, we just we like 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 I said before, we just we enjoy our time together. We like having fun, playing dominoes, going out, get a couple drinks. Like we trying to progress. We trying to talk about how we're gonna make these next steps. How we're gonna make some more money. The next you know big thing that we're gonna do is we don't have time to sit around and just say, damn. Like even though we got all this stuff going on, I got a lot on my back right now, and I just need to vent. Or I need to, but we need to though. We need to. We need you to sit down and say, well, what's what's up, man? What's what's been going on with you? Like what's really what's up? What's been on your mind? Because sometimes we do, you know, we feel it sometimes when everything not right. Mm-hmm. But what we say, I'm good. I'm good. Right. Because we don't feel it's big enough. Like, it, it ain't that. Like, shit really have to hit the fan for somebody, you know what I'm saying, for us to really start talking. Which is a thousand percent true. And um, leads me to my point. I think, <clears throat> first off, you know, I can speak for black men specifically. Society don't let us be victims. We've never been able to be victims throughout history. Even, you know, slavery, a lot of things. Like, we just expected to just shoulder things, keep pushing, be that strong backbone for the family. Don't never express yourself, you know, in a weak way or in a vulnerable way. And it's out of fear of looking vulnerable, not only to each other, but, like, to the people that's depending on us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't really get an opportunity to depend on people Mm -hmm. like women do. Or like kids do, mm-hmm. or like you know animals do, or just any, everybody else aside from us. 
We don't we don't have a support group when, real. when things go wrong. We don't have a, a you know national association that we can go to and you know the where they fighting for black men's rights or different things like that. But if you look at every other gender and every other race, they have that. Even with you know white folks in regards to therapy, that's a very new thing for us. For one, because we was never able to afford it. Mm-hmm. And for two, it's just been labeled as taboo in our community forever. Oh, you don't need you don't need to go talk to nobody. What you crazy? They taught therapy that you being crazy. Mm-hmm. But when in reality, therapy could be used as maintenance. You don't have to be going through nothing depression, you know, deep or nothing like that to get therapy. And that'll, you know, work in preventative ways to keep you away from that if you go about doing it. But again, it's so taboo in our community, especially in regards to us. <laughs> Like people look at you crazy if you come in. Yeah, you know I'm I'm going to therapy uh, Tuesday. You know I'm, I just got a lot dealing with a lot. Everybody look at you like, damn, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And that's the stigma. So I think that's the bit that have been the main hurdle in regards to <clears throat> fighting that. And you know, man, we just don't want to look weak around each other that's too. Right. Yeah, that's it. I think that's the hard part because if you look at it like women don't mind going to their friends and just unloading about the smallest thing. Hugging each other. Men don't hug each other. When last time you gave your boy a, a, a genuine hug, like, hey, bro, I just, you know what I'm saying? You knew, you knew he going through that something. That soft shit off You me. know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. But, again, it's just looked at with just a, a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we, we just like anybody else. If you train somebody up to be a certain way, when they become an adult, they're going to go with what they know. They're going to go with what they was raised to do. Mm-hmm. And that done been our biggest hiccup. But I think, so like I said earlier, like we are progressing into a new way of thinking. Yeah. In regards to that, you got, you know, and I know us, we ain't never really had no problem. Like when one of us going through something, you know, we go right to the group chat with it. Or if we don't want to put it in the group chat, we may call, you know what I'm saying, each other individually. Hey, bro, man, this situation happened, bro. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, man. It's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't have no problem going through stuff like that. But a lot of men do. And we got to change that. Facts. That's big facts. And I was even talking about with my mom this morning, just, I don't know how I want to do it, but I do want to incorporate it with Cruises in some kind of way, just some type of mentorship program. Yeah. Because my mama was even talking about, like like I said before, I don't think she even heard the last podcast or whatever, but she was talking about how um, my little brother, matter of fact, and it this hit me, you know what I'm saying, this morning. My little brother, um, shout out to my, my cousin Cal, um, when my little brother was coming up, my cousin Cal, rest in peace, he taught my little brother how to tie a tie, like I was saying before. You know what I'm saying? So when he passed, that was, you know what I'm saying, they hit him a certain way because not a lot of, again, like I was saying before, a lot of not men know how to tie a tie. So True. that small little thing right there really affected him some kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just shit like that, man. I just want to, like, just finances, just, just small stuff. Like I told my brother, like, my brother good with his hands. Like, I said, bro, we can employ you have people fix on cars, like the small, just small, you know what I'm saying? Because I done got lazy labor in my work. old days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we just, we just gotta, I, I wanna be the next generation to build these young men. Yeah. Something, whatever kind of way. I can't do everything. We don't know everything. But at the same time, we know other people who can get them in the door or at least just get them in front of them. Right. So that's, that's what I wanna do, you know what I'm saying, going forward. That was the interesting part. I was, I was talking to my daddy the other day. And I was thinking about that. Just like about how, like we, even, even me and his relationship, it's not as vulnerable as it, as it should be. Mm-hmm. 
Like we like whenever my my daddy is around, I, I want to walk around with my chest out. I want to, you know, show him that I'm that I'm capable right. of handling whatever. You know what I mean? This, but just like back in the day when he was at my games, I had my best games at All American Camp when he was there. I won MVP of it at the at the night. It's just like when he there, I just I, I want to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But rarely ever do you know we just talk about like super vulnerable right. things. Right, right. Like hey, dad, I don't I don't, I don't know if I'm. If I'm as great of a husband as I should be, I don't know if I'm as great of a father as I should be, or like what, like what's some advice on how to, you know, connect with my wife, you know, on an emotional level, mm -hmm. because I I feel like I'm numb in that. Like those conversations don't happen mm -hmm. like that a lot. You know what I'm saying? When we talk, it's about sports. It's about you know if I got a problem, he'll jump in and fix it. But you know, aside from that, like deep emotional things, those conversations rarely happen. I don't even have that type of. Space in my saying? life Right I, I don't even know Who I would even Right Talk to You get what I'm saying, like, saying I yeah. ain't got nobody To just You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. To just look up to Like hey bro look I see y'all been married 20 years Like hey Like damn how you, how you been balancing this And doing this and this and that Like Most of the time These young niggas That's getting married Come to me Yeah mm -hmm. I see you been married All these times right. What's up Right and, it, and, and for me I'm like Nigga, I'm, no. I'm trying to figure this still, shit out still, too. Still out. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Facts, facts. Yeah. And that's, that's that's another thing I want to teach too. Like we still young, we still young too. We still figuring it out. So we can give you the game that we know today, but that can change next week. True. You know what I'm saying? So just you know, so you got to buckle down because every day is gonna be different. You know, so we was playing like phase ten and stuff last night, and like we'll we'll have some conversations sometimes, but it'll be. Like it's serious, but then my stepdaddy's just goofy as hell. So you know what I'm saying? He gon' he gonna he, he like smooth, like exactly almost exactly like smooth. Well he'll he'll give you some 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 strong game, but it'll be goofy as hell. You know what I'm saying? So because um, yeah. you gotta realize most men can't take you know what I'm saying. Well, when, in, in our circles, right? A lot of people can't take that real shit the rough way. Mm -hmm. So you gotta say it. So so you gotta say it in a in a in a joking manner. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That'll make you laugh or make you smile about it. But what you thinking about it, you like, damn. Mm -hmm. stuff. Or, he'll, or he'll say it like in a fucked up way too. Yeah. And, but be cracking up laughing because he'll be like, damn, that's the fucking truth. Exactly. But it's laughing though. But, but, yeah. you, but he laughing with mm -hmm. it. So everybody else laughing with right, it too. Right. But it sound crazy. Right, right. But it's the truth. Those are the type of gems you catch on the ride on. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, damn, he was, that's, that's true. That dude mm -hmm. way to my life. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, no, nah, y'all right though. We again, we are in a age of of information, and and I know a lot of times, like even with my daddy and you know that generation of men, you know, you you can't give what you ain't got. Mm -hmm. They was raised the same way. They daddy was hard. You know what I'm saying? My my papa was one of the hardest dudes in Port Arthur. <laughs> Designers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and even before he passed, me and him never had no like. Deep, vulnerable, emotional conversations like that. Again, when when, when I'm around them, I want to prove that I'm manly. I want to prove right. that I'm tough. I want right. to prove that you know what I'm saying. But you don't really get that. You know, hey, you know, you no know, apologies. What call to say? You know, I I love you, man. Well, I appreciate everything you done well, done. Well, at least you got at least you got time to ask them about some shit. Right. right. I can't even go to my pop and ask him about hey ideas being married all this time and all this shit. Here. I never known my pop to be married. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying? I knew he was married back in the day. I know the woman and all that, but. Yeah. As far as like me being a man and, and understanding what marriage is, like right. what it's supposed to be, I ain't never seen that from my pop. So I can't ask him because you ain't got you ain't got them type of tools. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And then we come from a generation of men not telling their sons, especially that they love them consistently. That's true. 
That's you true. know what I'm saying? We, you know, that that older generation, man, they just was like, oh, you supposed to know. You got a roof over your head, don't you? Mm-hmm. You got food on the table, don't you? You got clothes on your back, don't you? Mm-hmm. That mean I love you. What, what I got to tell you every day for? And a lot of them was raised under that. Yep. And that got passed down. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But luckily, you know, my, my, my dad is different in that regard. We definitely tell each other we love each other every time we talk on the phone. But, you know, I was, I forget where I was talking about that. I think I was in college in the locker room or something, and that topic came up. And they was talking about, I said, yeah, my, my daddy... I can probably count on one hand how many times my daddy done told me that he loved me. Yep. And it's normally after an accomplishment. If you do something big mm-hmm. in sports or, you know, good game or something like that, then they'll, you know, express it. But just in general conversation, just calling you up, hey, I just want to check on you, let you know I love you, man. And mm-hmm. that don't happen a lot. Hell no. Hell no. He tried to, yeah. yeah. No. I ain't. I, I, I probably can count on one hand how many times I heard that growing right. up, even from my mom's type of shit. Because mm-hmm. my mom's was really, the, you know what I'm saying, was really the, the rock and the hard one right. in the family. Right. Mm-hmm. Always. You get always. what I'm saying? So it, most of the time, I, I ain't even see her like that because she was working. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But as far as like expressing myself or, you know what I'm saying, like her, her saying she loves us and all that shit. And, I don't know about none of that Right And then you expect it To grow into an adult mm-hmm. And just automatically Know that And pass that on right. along That hey I love you Just you, exactly. you don't have it Right We trying to learn Our damn self Exactly How to communicate emotionally You know what I'm saying So I feel like That's the main Issue in regards to us Creating A space for us To be able to You know Express ourselves And different okay things like that Express yourself That's how you feel Right You know what I'm saying That's just what it is but yeah, shout out to I Am Athlete Podcast, man. That was a dope-ass conversation, man, for sure. Uh, on that note, man, we're going to get into the quick hit segment. Okay. Um, somebody on Instagram uh, sent me a dope question. Shout out to uh, Jelani Burrell. He asks, what's the biggest financial regret that was in your control that you have? And what's the story surrounding it? Nigga. <clears throat> I don't even know if I want to tell it because it's that bad. What? Let me know. What's up? I don't even know if I... I, I don't, I'm not even going to say it. You got to, bro. But what I'm going to say is I had some bands. Some bands. Well, Matt know. Oh, yeah. Matt know. Yeah. So, I know. So, but I'm saying, I ain't going to say exactly what, but... So... Because of my pops passed, you know what I'm saying, that we had a little settlement money from the from the refinery. A nice resettlement money. Mm-hmm. But so but like I regret it, but then I don't. I regret it now because I know what I could have invested in, you know what I'm saying, as far as stocks, as far as just property, just anything. But at that time I was young. You you didn't know better. Right. And you know so I'm, I'm giving my family money, you know what I'm saying, granny needs some money, you need a bill, you know what I'm saying, family going out to eat, I got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm that nigga. I got it. <laughs> The whole family, like $200, $300 bills. I'm 24 years old. I got it. We at the club. Let's go. What, what y'all doing tonight? You know what I'm saying? Y'all, and y'all don't even know some of this. But, yeah. like, we it, random night. It's Friday. I'm like, man, shit, I'm trying to go out somewhere. Hey, what y'all boys doing? Y'all trying to go out? I get the section. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? And it was that type of stuff. But I still did good with it. I bought furniture. I got a, I got a whip. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing the stuff that I needed to do. But as far as, like, long-term investment, I right. wasn't looking at that. And honestly, I wasn't looking at that because 
I didn't even know what my life was going to be like after 30 because that's when my pops passed. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit, I'm just trying to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Get my, get my brother, buy them, take them school shopping. Like, that's the shit I'm doing with the bread. I'm not trying to save it all for me. Like, I'm right. giving mama, mama, what you want to eat today? I'm boom, sending some money. Mama, what you, like, uh, mama, I'm in Austin right now. I'm on, I'm on a trip with my, my lady or whatever, but uh, I'm at this, I'm, uh, I can get a purse. Well, you want a purse? Yeah, you know I want a purse. So I take a few bitches of her. She went down, boom, I'm giving it. To, like, I was just doing stuff like that with the money. You know what I'm saying? And so when I should have just took to the side, you know what I'm saying? And I just went through it before I, you know what I'm saying? Before I knew it, she was gone. Mm. Gone. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I got a, a, a couple of things. First one would be the wedding, me and my wife's wedding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We didn't have damn. We didn't have the information that we needed, and I didn't do thorough enough research. You know, when we get married, you want your wife. Hey, man, whatever you want, man. Just mm-hmm. get, you know, whatever you want to have. Just hey, get that videographer. Ah, get that. Ah, get that. Which was cool. Um, until you know, we ran into a situation where they was trying to make us pay like twenty eight thousand dollars to get married at one of these places, but. <clears throat> we had put a down payment down and made a couple payments. So we was like four to 5,000 in the hole on that. Um, and then we paid a thousand dollar deposit to a videographer. Um, I think we paid a little money to a photographer, if, if I'm not mistaken. And then like midway through the, the planning, it just got to be too much. It was too many people. I think the first list was like 300. Mm. We had to cut that down. And then, Right, and then so we we in we in the crib talking. We like, man, you know what? I think we should just get married overseas. I think because I think she brought the idea to me, or whatever. So I get to doing my research, and it's way cheaper. I'm like, damn, they only want like sixteen. <laughs> so I go to call these places back that we done paid these down. Hey, man, we gonna have a wedding somewhere else. Can I get the money? To, ah, no. So the the five thousand we paid for that venue we was gonna have in Houston. They pocketed that, mm. kept that. Photographer, video. videographer, that thousand, kept that. Mm. Photographer, kept that. Mm. We ended up losing like. You ain't get none of that money back? None. Huh? We ended up losing like eight, that nine bands. Been sparking. That mm. pistol would have been sparking. <laughs> yes, it is. If you want the contract, you know what I'm saying? You that signed an agreement. Signed an agreement. Would have been sparking. <laughs> signed an agreement. I don't want it all back because I, right. I know I'm in the wrong. I get you, yeah. But give me some, some of it. Because I'm not using I don't it. Even, I don't even want majority of it back. Right. The wild but part you gonna is give this. me some of it back. <laughs> the wild part is this, and this is when I knew that I was in the wrong business. I said I need to be doing wedding planning. Our wedding was a year out. We booked a date a year out and changed our mind a year out on whether or not to do it. So you know, I'm thinking, you know, y'all got plenty of time to fill that day. Like y'all can't give us that. And I was like contract right here. It's just deposits, all deposits is kept. Uh, you can get a little bit of the money over the, uh, I think twenty percent of what you was gonna pay or whatever. Which I think. They wrote us a check for like four hundred dollars or something, Damn. out of like nine bands, eight bands. Mm. And they say, "Hey, contract, you know, videographer, same way. Hey, contract. contract. We contract. can't give it back to you. We can keep it on file for the video. We can keep it on file, Pretty. and then, right? <laughs> you want to do some business in the future? Then we can. But well, I, I go to go look the company up the other day. The company didn't close out. So it's just like, so that that hurt me for one. That's that's probably my my number one. And my number two was when we was working that job. 
over the summer of mm. 2010 when I first moved to Houston. We was 19, bro. But still, man. We was 19. We was making bro. way too much money a week. We was 19, bro. To not be. Could you imagine if we took some of that money and put it in Bitcoin? That's what I'm saying. We was 19, bro. Don't matter, bro. You got to realize. You got to realize. Tesla. We was 19. Apple. But you got to realize we was 19. We come from Port Arthur mm-hmm. education. You get what I'm saying? You you ain't, you don't know none of that shit. Nobody you, around us fact, did either. You don't even see nobody really in suits. Nope. You get what I'm saying? We were just talking about that too. We were just talking we, about that. You don't really see nobody in suits unless you're going to like church or something. Mm-hmm. You see the deacon or something like that. But on a regular day, nope. you never see nobody in no suits. Mm-hmm. That's true. So what you think you you give a 19 year old, you know what I'm saying, a hell of a job. They making goddamn, goddamn what what we was making, like fifteen hundred a week? Somewhere around there You get what I'm saying We mm, making 1500 mm, a week At 19 No bills No, no bills 2008 only thing, only thing we got Is the phone bill 2009 We talking phone bills When they was $60 <laughs> Nigga we going to the barbershop We tipping 40 We paying 60 for the haircut We giving them an extra 60 For the next week It's facts and I, don't, and I don't think I wore the same outfit twice. You get what I'm saying? That, that's something. Mm. Everywhere we going, we paying in cash. It look like we drug dealers. <laughs> I don't think I wore the same pair of shoes. To, but it was, look, it was. Uh, I'm talking whole summer, though. You got to realize, the whole summer, yeah. that's what yeah. we was doing. I mean, and then the checks come weekly. They come every, 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 every you Thursday. You get paid every Thursday. Every Thursday. Cash, mm-hmm. bro. Cash in the I didn't. I didn't even have a bank account, bro. I used to take my checks and go to Walmart, pay a little three dollars in cash. You know what I'm saying? And they'd give me the money in cash, and I'll just put it in my pocket and walk around with the money in my pocket. You get what I'm saying? Straight up. Now you got to realize, at 19, bro, you getting that type of money. You can't, for real, for real, you can't even spend that type of money in a week. You get what I'm saying? Y'all found a way. We found a way. No, real shit. I, mean, I know what you mean. It was ugly. You just find ways. PlayStation. We going. We 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 going. We going out. I bought a car. Nigga, we, yep, we, he bought him a yeah. car, but we going Mustang. out, bro. That Mustang. We buying everything in that bitch. <clears throat> so what? We nineteen. We got the money, and I ain't gonna lie. Out here, out here in Texas, baby, if you got the money, yeah, your age don't matter. <laughs> That's baby. true. You get a lot of passes when you, you get that real. That's fact. <laughs> That's what I'm well, yeah. So you know, my my wife shout out to her. She the one made me get a, a bank account. Cause I, I remember I used to I used to take her out to go eat. Mine did too. And we'd go to the restaurants or whatever. I said, yeah, you know, t- you know, you know, I give you the tab. Like, yeah, that's one hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there. I'm like that. <laughs> when we went to Kima for vacation, you know, how they got the little uh, painting booths mm-hmm. and little photo booths or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be twenty dollars. Right. <laughs> I don't think I got a. I don't think I got a, a twenty in here. Hold on, <laughs> you got change. <laughs> but yeah, so if I could go back, I would do a little more research on how to invest that money yeah. properly, bro. If we just took one check, just one fifteen hundred check back then, put it in Bitcoin, we'd be rich right now. That's dead ass. One check. So yeah, that that would be mine. What about you? That probably right there. Would that's yours be too. My only, Cause that that that's. You know what I'm saying Everything else I always had You know what I'm saying I ain't had a safety nest My niggas had So everything else I always had to Make sure I was on top of shit But doing that time Doing that small window for me It was a different time Nigga it wasn't It it was better than beautiful Yeah man It it felt like The sun was on us At goddamn 12am I know it Type of shit you get you know what I'm saying, bro. Man, it felt like the bro. sun was on us at 12 a.m., bro. That was a glorious time, bro. Man. Me and Red went to Dallas, nigga. I'm just I just got the whip, you know what I'm saying? We got the top down, nigga. Lifestyle just came out, 
Live yeah. not a shit just to live. <laughs> Jay had a tournament, nigga. We stand at the W. I got you the whole fucking low. Nigga, I'm like, all this shit people talking about right now, nigga, I did that years ago, baby. You know what I'm saying? We, we was doing that years really? ago. So shit we doing now is, is, is normal, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like, dog. Yeah. I, we were talking about the other day. I was like, dog, that one. It was living. And I'm, it, the key the key aspect was no bills. Straight that was the key man. aspect. Now see, the, the money itself, we, you know, they got people making that. But you're not paying no rent. You're not paying no utilities. Bro, That's just cash in the pocket. Every week. Anything. I'm spending it because I know I'm about to get it again Thursday. Straight up. Straight up. It got so bad with me, bro. You know, y'all know I like technology. I'm going in there paying whole cash for the phone. You know, oh, back yeah, then, yeah. when you paying that. Yeah. Nick, I, it was so bad, bro. I went and bought an a, a Evo, a fucking Evo phone, right? It was an HTC Evo. Damn Evo. Nick, oh, nigga. That, lo- that big ass. Yeah, this would have fucked them the first Android, damn bro. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. This, this was before the G1, yeah, right yeah. before the G1. Yeah, I know you're talking about I went in there to pay cash for it. She say, baby, we can't even do it. I say, oh, y'all can do it. Get your manager, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even know how to do it. It was 570. I ain't gonna never forget that. <laughs> nigga, I gave it to her in cash, nigga. Facts. She was looking at me like I was the biggest drug dealer in town. <laughs> nah, baby, I, I got 10 minutes. I gotta go to work. <laughs> 10 minutes. Yep. That's real, though. That's real right shit. Real That's real go shit. Go ahead and transfer my data for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I bought it and even take it out the box. I brought it straight to work. <laughs> She didn't even know how to give it to me because you know everybody was putting up to five hundred dollars back then mm-hmm. was a lot of That's fucking what I'm saying. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, she was like, she was just like, you, you paying for it all right, baby? We can't do. It. Get your manager in here. You the wrong person. I'm talking to. Straight up, her manager came. out Hey, for real, her manager came out, put the shit in, and I paid for it in cash and got up out of there. All them, all them Foot Locker trips All them Oh Foot Locker Stopping at the gas station To get them black and white tees yeah, oh, man. Hey, we take the whole built, rack off The nigga, tees off at once Nigga we should have built Cause back then We was the, the white tee And black tee bandits That's We, we should have just built a factory That's real rough Dead ass Let's go to the gas shit. station you, you know how they set up They be out like 10 up there at a time I just take all 10 I can't Put them on the desk Really That's real Bro for like a whole Two three years straight That's what we wore White tees and black tees that's it. That's why I said I went wearing the same thing twice. If it got a color on it, we don't want it. Yeah, because like, you, you know you know you get out that package fresh, but you yeah. wash it, it stain it gray a little bit. Mm-hmm. I throw it away. Nigga, I got a thousand another. white tees in my drawer because yeah, of that. Me too. Now 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 I got you get next now. I got less now. So I fell into the habit of doing that <laughs> from back then. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. So during that time, yeah, if we if, if we the new better. Man, we'd be rich already. We'd be yeah. rich right now. Right now. What? Richer. Straight up. Right. No. When you get that kind of bread in your hand, like, you just like, like, it's really, the money is like, it's like, I was like, it really is. Really? Can't nobody stop. Bro. I'll be be trying to force my mama to let me spend it on her. She wasn't trying to let me spend it. We be at the grocery store. I'm like, yeah, just get that, get that, get that. We look up, we got baskets. (laughs) Groceries, just, you know, we get to the counter, 326. Uh That's it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you got a CDP Like back then During that time bro Like Niggas wasn't getting That type of money bro no. Like for real But you gotta realize yeah, You pulling real, that out bro Like people looking at you Real funny Like Like for I had, real I had $50 bills <laughs> You don't even see a 50 no more Like come on bro Well yeah Dope question Shout out to uh, Jelani But real We gonna move on To the That's next one This is an interesting thing Man I was on Clubhouse The other night And I thought I should Write this down They were having a discussion and uh, the basis of it was why does the idea of providing financially for a traditional woman offend 
American black men in comparison to African men who they say it in the chat have no problem paying everything financially for their woman. Because why do y'all feel like man, that? I, I, I was on Clubhouse the other day at work, bro. And it was like it was like six Africans in the room, right? There was uh there was two black it was all black people, but it was two black dudes from uh what three black people from what Canada or mm-hmm. something like that. And they had like two other black females from from like London or mm-hmm. something like that. And they was talking about that. They was talking about mm-hmm. like they type of men versus the American man, right? So the women was in there like, man, in America, I would rather date an American man, you know what I'm saying, that that wants me to work because he's not trying to control me. You get what I'm saying? <clears throat> and dog, you should have heard them African dudes in there tripping. Because most of them are so you you gotta they, that's their culture though, mm-hmm. so I can't knock you. Mm-hmm. They control a women. Yep. I don't want you to work. Now I got power over you. Yep. Because money is power. No matter no matter what society you living in, I can provide whatever you want. But but it's always stipulation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was for them. So when them when the women was breaking it down, they was like, well, this is why we don't want to date y'all. The ones that. Basically, the women from from that type of culture that free their mind of that, they see the American man that wants them to work as he's giving me freedom to do correct mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. I want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's a it, it it it's a give and take with that. Like I need you to work here, American men. Most of us need you to work. That's the lifestyle we're going in. It's ain't the eighties and nineties to where one income can can float a household through. Most people making what forty thousand yep. a year. Which is like 32 For real 32 in Houston baby You might be living Under a bridge If you dolo Let me stop you Let me stop you Because they had people In in the room That was saying that And one of the ladies One of the ladies Politely asked Why can't you as a man Go find that extra money To support your family Why what Why Why why? can't you as a black man Or as a man Go find that extra money to support it. Why does the woman have to contribute financially? And it, you as a man should be have to be able to go it ain't find that, that. You have to contribute. We play, if we being real and we know what this real life is out here, that's the numbers that black people as a whole play under. Mm-hmm. It's only gonna be a few of us that's gonna make the fifty. It's gonna be few way fewer than that that make the the the, the eighty. And then once you see the hundred thousands, it's it's for real, for real. It, it may be a million black people in the U.S. making over 100 racks. Especially if you take away the refineries. If you take away all these refineries, it, it'd be less than that. Because we you, when you start getting into them rams, you're competing on a grander scale of people. Not only are you competing against your own kind, which is black people or whatever, but you're competing against Chinese, white, Mexican, and all this type, and who control the resources. Mm-hmm. Chinese white and all these motherfuckers, they they control these. So majority of every company you're gonna ever join that make these type of money is gonna be whatever that is. So, so if a German own it, it's gonna be majority of Germany people. If it's white people own it, it's gonna be majority white people. And all the good jobs is gonna be 98% white people at that motherfucker. The ones that control how the company is ran is gonna be 98 white people. So it leaves a, 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 a few jobs for black men mm-hmm. to get. That makes serious money So it's really hard to find it 
Plus, on top of that, companies starting to get starting to get uh, smart and, and and being like, oh, I can hire a black woman and kill two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. Double minority. Yeah, I'm saying it's double minority. Now, now that that on the back end of that, that destroys a, a black person household. Yep. Because of a woman looking at a man to go provide, hey, I might be in the right industry, but if they rather hire a black woman, she gonna get the job over me, and I'm still searching. Now I gotta take something lesser. Then what? What I'm what I'm supposed to get to provide for my household, and now you they looking at you like less of a man because you need them to go work. You get what I'm saying? So it, it's shit like that. It's shit like that, man. Well said. Oh, what do you feel like is the main reason that American men require their woman to bring in money to the household compared to African men? I don't think it's so much require. I just feel like it's just. Being more realistic, and and I honestly, a lot of American men wouldn't mind just taking care of the household, but it's like, why? You know what I'm saying? I feel like again, <laughs> but then we, we get in trouble. But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but we also want to give them a free opportunity. You know what I'm saying? We just we just want to say, hey, you have equal put in this as much as I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We if 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 I'm paying for everything that we just talked about, if if I'm paying for everything, you don't have to do everything. If I'm paying for it all. What are you what are you bringing? And they're gonna say, Well, I got kids, we got kids and da da. So this is what I'm doing back. Okay, this is 2021. A lot of y'all don't have kids. So if I'm making a significant amount of money and I'm taking care of all the bills, what are you doing in my household? I could do this myself. I'm cleaning for myself. I'm cooking for myself. Or I'm hiring a maid. You know what I'm saying? It's coming through so, twice a month. I'm so, barely home anyway. So if you and I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, because their parents have a traditional relationship. And I said, I love that. The the dad went to work, worked hard, they had several kids, mama took care of home. You know what I'm saying? And that's fine. If it works that way, we wouldn't mind that. You know what I'm saying? As long as we making enough money and we're comfortable to provide the lifestyle for our whole family, we good. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's just everything is so expensive now. Everything is sky high crazy. And everybody want to live above their means. Most of these most of these women, if you ask them, hey, would you be cool with being a minimalism? Minimalist. A minimalist. Mm -hmm. Would you be cool with that? Majority of them going to say, hell no. Mm -hmm. Hell no. And then, I mean, because it's like, but then these women, they got, first off, a lot of these women have, they doctorate, they masters, they PhDs, you know what I'm saying? These women's out here getting to it. So yeah. it's like, why not use that? Why? Because too, too, too many they times in the past, as they a would... Weapon. Right, they but, used that as a weapon before, against, against their own people, against, the, right. against these black people. Back, but back then, they would they would use those degrees. Well, they wouldn't use those degrees. They would get them and just stay at home. You know what I'm saying? You got women that's accountants and damn near lawyers or whatever Getting had the bag before, but they just decided to stay at home, get married, and and live that lifestyle. And you know what's crazy, bro? I see that they they use that against their men, right? But you'll have the same you say you had that same element, but it'll be reversed, right? Mm-hmm. And that black man will get that woman a business free of charge. Hey, make sure it's something that we can retire. That, for. That's what we need more of. But but black women that get in those same positions, let a man ask them, hey, look, hey, I want to start this business right here. This is the plan. This, you know what I'm saying? The woop, the woop, this right. is, give them the whole detail. They're going to look at you like you a fucking snake. Yeah. And I'm trying to help us. I ain't trying to help me. Right. This is for us. Right. Because if I elevate it high enough, that means you don't have to work again. I understand you might be making a hundred, but this business going to bring us 400. 
you still going to work if I'm bringing in 400. You can come over here. We can start another business. Now we make 800. That's, it's but they don't man. look at, they don't want to take the risk like that, which I understand is a lot. It's a lot of fakes out here. Mm-hmm. I understand the elements and all that. I understand the, the, the levels and all that. Mm-hmm. But when women getting these opportunities now, they look at it like, oh, I don't need that nigga. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't need this. I don't need that. But they, but, but in that same breath, they inspired to be married. How? So if you don't need me, why am I here? How do you inspire to be married or you want a man when you don't, you're not really stepping outside yourself. Okay, I'm here. They don't want to hire black men. Oh, I'm in here. Oh, okay. Oh, I see these motherfuckers. They, they, they goddamn, oh, they run the business like this. Well, look, I'm going to go tell my husband, hey, look, they run the business like this here. We can go start this here. We can do this, bam, 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 get this shit together like we would do. Mm-hmm. Like most of us making some real money and respect our woman. Mm-hmm. And we know our woman going to be on top of her game. Hey, go get this. Oh, go get a business degree. Don't worry, don't worry about nothing else. Go get a business degree. Then we're going to start this business. Mm-hmm. Bam. Because I didn't seen it happen with black men doing that for their woman. And now they will off. It may not be a, a big time business. Right. But it's the local business. And they, they got enough money to provide for their families, right. provide for the community. That's enough. But on the other hand, I don't see no women doing that for their man like that. I really don't see that. Well, see, I'm, see, I'm going to have to give some pushback on that. Because I do know a lot of successful women. That are willing to roll the dice as far as t- helping a man chase his dream. We was talking about that in another clubhouse room, um, but I think I think they roll the that, dice on the wrong man, right? And, that, and that's what I was about to get to. Good percentage. They they'll be stupid behind this dude, and he don't have a realistic plan. He don't have a realistic dream. He just taking from her, taking from her, taking from her, mm-hmm. and she leaves that situation and is scarred, mm-hmm. and then tries to put up her guards in the next situation, or. Say, for instance, the business does work out in the situation you gave. Mm-hmm. She helped him front the money or whatever. Even if the business does well, she's still going to look down on him. Mm-hmm. She'll help him build it. But when that first argument comes up, she's going to remind him that, hey, you wouldn't be in that position well, she if it ain't wasn't. No, she, ain't no real, she ain't no real wife. I would agree. Facts. Yeah. You I would get agree. what I'm saying? Because she got to look at it like, I'm not working for me. I'm working for us. Right. And, and that's vice the thing. versa. Yep. I'm working for it. Now, if the other side decide to do some fuck shit, okay, cool. Do some fuck shit. But when I leave, don't ask for no help. Mm-hmm. You didn't you didn't dead it all that now. But if you was a real wife or a real husband, don't no matter what side we talking to, like you don't throw that in that in, in their face. Right. You don't do that. And that's because they not doing it for themselves. We doing it for us. Right. And that's the problem that we have in our community. Oh, I did this for you. That's why when I when, when people be like, man, what I owe you? Like when I give them some information, I'll give them where they need to go. I hook them up with the person they need to be talking to. You don't owe me shit. You don't owe me. I did that because, you know what I'm saying? You came out and asked me hey, and I got the resources to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it for the money. I don't need the money. But we don't look at it like we always base success on some, what somebody else did for me. Facts. And I really hate that. That's why me, I don't like asking for help. I'd rather analyze the situation and go talk to who I need to talk to. You get what I'm saying? No matter what it's going to cost me. That's why I tell people all the time, I'd rather it cost me and not cost the people around me. You know what I'm saying? If, if I know today, if I know my, my wife would get a billion dollars and it cost me my life and I know my family, my, my generations behind me going to be set up, take my life. But a lot of people are not selfless like that. They, they, they think about themselves. People say they think about generational wealth. That's what I think about. And if I got to give my life for it, you better believe it, I will. In a second. 
Yeah, <clears throat> I feel like you got to be more of a us. You got we got to come in as more of a us, and not more not. What can you do for me? Mm-hmm. You proving yourself. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, because in a man's role, somebody's going to have more than somebody else. Facts. The other side is going to have more than the other side, no matter how it fall. Especially if you want to have a real family. You want to have kids and y'all want to be together, all this shit, show them how to grow some shit. Somebody's going to have to lose. Somebody's going to lose on one end. Somebody's going to be really winning on the other. But you can't look at it like that. Right. Because somebody's doing something for the other side that the other side can't provide. Mm-hmm. So if the other one Every side time. got time and got a little money, but you can go make a lot of money and not have a lot of time, bro, that that equals out. Right. Because the moment that person leaves, say, say that motherfucker just like, oh, I'm leaving your ass with the kids. Now you got to put all that shit aside. All that hundred thousand you was making, oh, you got to quit that job. You got kids now. Oh, you gonna let your kids go on CPS? You ain't doing that. Because you looking at it like, oh shit, I'm 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 a rebound. You get what I'm saying? But they don't look at it like that. They look at it like, oh, I'm making all this fucking money. Without me, where you would be? Nigga, without me, you wouldn't even have that job. You couldn't have that job. Because I'm supporting the back end. You know what I'm saying? And you don't see that. I give you the time yep. to go do that. Exactly. And vice versa. Even exactly. if the woman making more money, I give you that type of leeway for you to make that money. Yep. Because without me being here, now you got, what, you going to pay for a nanny? You gonna, especially in this climate, you going to pay for a nanny? Yep. Come on. Come on, man. Yeah, I would say... um, in regards to the question, like, why do American men, I guess, have a problem with that, I guess, traditional role is because we know women don't really want that traditional role. And just like when I was in that clubhouse room, I was dying to get on stage. I just was busy at the time, so I couldn't talk. It was loud. Um, but if, if I would have got on stage, I would have immediately said when they said, yeah, you know, African Nigerian men, they don't have that problem. They don't make they don't bring up money. They don't do that. All they want to do is provide. I would have gladly raised my hand. I can tell you why. And said, um, you want to know why? Because those women, they don't mind that he has two other women that he's dealing with. Those women don't mind ironing all his clothes and cleaning his house and raising his kids and being seen, not heard. Y'all not y'all don't want to do that. Mm-mm. Like it, it sounds good, right? When you get in that situation, oh, he's paying for everything, you know, X, Y, Z. All I gotta do is just, you know what I mean? But in reality, you know, I was talking to my wife about that the other day. And because I, I think she was sitting next to me while I was in the room. So she was listening to it. And I was like, baby, you think you could ever do that? And she said, No. Because I I'm I would go crazy if I'm sitting in this house all day. My wife tried it for six months, nigga. She say never again in life. <laughs> right. She right. want to work. Right. She want to go, you know what I mean? She want to go. Keep herself busy. Keep herself busy. Yeah. Keep her mind going. Mm-hmm. Stay, you know what I mean? So it's there are a lot of women that just don't want that. They mm-hmm. think they do. Right. Because they looking at it from a financial perspective. Yep. But when you get in that situation and then you have some input. You don't hate it. And he like, nah, we not doing that. And I make the rule. I'm the man of this house. I make the rules. I pay for everything here. Yeah. So no, we we don't, we not doing that. And then you got a problem. Well, boy, I don't have equal input at that. Yeah, because you you sacrificed that for financial freedom because you didn't want to work. You wanted to be lazy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's more the situation. Like, man, we don't have a problem. Because to be honest, like, men could provide for the family mm-hmm. on our own. Mm-hmm. Everybody sitting at this at this table can. But it's like, what comes with that, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, are, like, are you going to be satisfied with this certain level of lifestyle? Compared to the lifestyle that you're looking at on Instagram or the type of that big house that you seen on that on that show you was watching that you want or those nice clothes or that nice bag or this, that, and the third. No, 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 no. If it's one income coming in, unless he's rich, you're not getting that. Mm-mm. And most men is not rich. That's four, five percent of this country, three, four, five percent of this country. Yep. Very low. 
know what I'm saying? So it's chances are you're not gonna wind up with that. So you're gonna wind up in a in a average to above average situation that's gonna that's gonna plateau. Or that's gonna rise with his gradual, you know, promotion or his gradual merit raise or his gra- you know what I'm saying? That and, type of thing. And that's realistic. That's realistic. That's realistic. So, you know, it you know, it's about like women becoming one with what it is that they really want. And then on top of that, it's the numbers are even less for black people. Mm-hmm. Sure. Even so less. we talking five percent that's rich in America. We talking one percent or less than that in America of black men. Mm-hmm. So if you want that type of money, you know, if you want to date outside your race, try that. That's the thing, man. You can't have it both ways, bro. You can't. can't have it both ways. Just like y'all bringing up those African men and this, that, and the third. True, but those African men do not respect their women nope. like we respect our. They disrespect our mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't, y'all won't, y'all won't have equal say in that household. Y'all are property. You, it's gonna be two of y'all, two, three of y'all, and and let's just be honest. Like you, you mad at your dude for liking pictures on Instagram? Could you imagine if he had two other wives that he had to tend to, or that you had to split time with and split that financial freedom with? No, you don't want to do that. But it sounds good. <laughs> so that's that's what I would have said if I would have had time to get on the stage and politely tell them how wrong they were. And we were talking last night too. Um, one of my friends was like, "These women can't, you know, what I'm saying, control men with." Sixty, fifty thousand dollars. They can can't control them, man. They dick in their pants. When you what you want somebody that's making over a hundred. What? Come on. Do you understand? Like as you progress, like you have more access to a lot of different things. It opens doors every time you level up. You open more doors. Right. Mm-hmm. So come on now. And you up, you know, at the house not doing much. Come on now. That's the thing. You got to look at it from those man point of view. Like <laughs> like what benefit is it having you here? If I'm paying for everything, and just like O said, we don't have kids yet. Or, or even if we do have kids, and and I got a, a nanny, or I got a babysitter. They going to you know, daycare or whatever. So you sitting at home doing what? Doing what? Like why? Like why? Why do I need that? I could I could hire a chef. I could hire a maid. I could hire a, you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't need you to make kids. They got I can go donate my sperm yeah. and create a kid. I don't know one African dude that that gave his wife a business. I told her to go hey go get a business plan for us. I've never seen it. Not not on American soil, not on American soil. So another, y'all want that? Okay. Another thing I hear a lot is these women. They think they can make their men more money, which some of them may. may you can. Some of them can, but at the same time, I'm like, are you really? Like they would rather stay at home. They want to be the stay at home so they can make them more money. But how, I'm like, how? I want I want you to build yourself up. If I'm working all the time, I want you to build yourself. How up. How is that making me more money though, or making they, the other side more? They money? were saying they can find ways to like invest it or help you start a business Give or ideas and different yeah, things like that. By them being at home, they have time to reflect and plan stuff like that. Most men, when I seen them type of households for real, most of them women have the access over the whole account, right? And majority of them, they just pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And when it's trip time, they pay for the trip time and all that. But anything outside of that, like going get a Louis purse and all this type of the shit that 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 women want these days, I, I don't. I've never seen that in no traditional relationship. Mm-mm. I've never seen it. I've never seen a woman that like living that type of lifestyle be like, oh, I'm going, I'm going to take your money and go buy me a a, a, a goddamn Louis purse or something. You know, what I'm I, I've never seen that. Unless she's like wasted goods, like you, you, you the side chick, or you just a chick I'm flinging with, and I'm super rich. That's totally different. But we talking lifestyle, like you're my wife. Right. I've never seen that. Not gonna see it. You're not ever gonna see that. And 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 that's the difference. That's why they gotta stop comparing cultures. Their culture is what theirs is. Ours is what ours is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and at the end of the day, I can know I can speak for the men that think like me. We want a teammate. 
That's it. I don't want a dependent. That's, that's, that's not what I want. And that's what a lot of these women are going to be because they don't know how to do housely duties and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are you, what are you not bringing me benefit? Sex, I can get that anywhere. Kids, I can go donate my sperm and create a child. Or I can mm-hmm. hire a surrogate to do that. Or I could just link up with a chick and we can have, make a business arrangement for me to have a child. Mm. So it's like, what, what are you giving me? Nothing. Exactly. But I'm giving you everything. No, that don't add up. And, and that's how American men's mind work. We don't care nothing about no hey. tradition. It's about efficiency. And teamwork ain't got to be about money. Right. It's about the efficiency the of the relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so. I say, one side going to make a lot of more money than the other side. And when you see the two, when you see them both making a lot of money, you better believe they got a fucking nanny or something. Mm-hmm. You better expect if they got kids, they got a nanny because they ain't got that type of time. Facts. And they for real, for real, they barely even know each other. So if they both got laid off, they probably wouldn't even be married. Because they they working all the time. You working. Because mm-hmm. so, if, if I'm Jordan, you don't necessarily have to be Scottie Pippen, but shit, you could be Rodman. That's yeah. just as important. That, but, that's a but huge that, but you know you what I'm saying? Really, That's how relationships work right. Somebody's the Jordan Somebody gotta and be somebody's the Rob they, Or the Rob That's how it gotta be Yeah Robin Robin not scoring a lot of Not scoring he, a lot of good he deals He getting all the rebounds Not though. deals and all that shit But but he getting all the rebounds He got a lot of time He durable mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying Oh when Jordan get Get a, get a little sick and all that Oh you ain't gotta worry about the house mm-hmm. you ain't gotta, I, I understand you gotta get back up The next morning and go to work But you ain't gotta worry about the house Go Just go in there and go to sleep exactly. You good I got everything else Thank you Yep. We just want teamwork, man. We just want to get this relationship between men and women better, man, because it's, it's, it's too far disconnected, and it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Great. Well said. On that note, man, we're going to get into the advice column. No anonymous shit. Any anonymous shit, All right, first and foremost, man, we're going to start off with our Kenfolk Red Patreon member. <laughs> He's actually in the room, man. He's in the room right now. <laughs> All right, man. My boy says, uh, with the dating market in today's society, is it possible for a man who makes up to 50000 to date a woman who has her MBA? And how would y'all do it? Say, fuck the context. Y'all know who I am. <laughs> 2021 <laughs> hitting different for me. So I'm shooting my shot at her regardless. Uh, 2020 branding, 2021 expanding. I'm up. These are hashtags I'm reading. Uh, and he says, keep going, man. Y'all boys making waves. People been peeping. Well, I appreciate, appreciate you, Kevin. But now, now we, ju- we just was touching on that with the last subject, bro. Yeah, that's just perfect. So it don't really matter about the money. It's not about the money. And once a person like awaken, because at first when you start making that money, it's gonna always be about that. But once you awaken your mind and be like, man, it's not like it's about my happiness. Yeah, I may be making a hundred, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm a terrible person. Mm-hmm. I'm not fun to be around. Like once you get past that initial. Of you having that type of money Now you looking at man What's my happiness And if it's somebody That's gonna make 40,000 a year That's gonna be an average person No matter if it's the man Or the woman If they're gonna be an average person Earning wise Like what are they Offering on the back end Are they offering me peace Or is my family straight Do I have to worry about My safety when I'm with this person Do I have to You know It's a lot of shit That tie into a relationship That money cannot pay for you get what I'm saying? And once a person understand that, they may have to go through two marriages to understand what that is. You get what I'm saying? But once that happens, they're going to be looking like, hey, I care less what my, what my partner do, as long as I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? As long as there ain't no bum and I'm happy, everything great. My money ain't for me. It's for the, it's for the household. 
Well said. Oh. So it can work. It's just Thanks. like I say, the other side gotta understand. Whoever Jordan is, whoever the fucking Jordan is, gotta understand. I'm not what this person is, and I will never be that. But I need it. You know what I'm saying? I need every feature that they got, and I know I will never be what they are. And vice versa. The other side gotta be, I I'm not gonna be Jordan. I can't be Jordan. Even if I know I can be, I can't be. It's not efficient for my family. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because you have, say say you have one side making a lot of money, but they're a terrible person. They don't know how to handle the stress at work, right? Now the other side start making the money. They're like, hey, man, look, quit that job. Now they go get them a job making forty, fifty thousand, but they happy in the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It wasn't your role to be Jordan because you don't know how to handle the stress. There's a lot of stress when you're a black person, bro. Especially if you want to be a black family. It's a lot of stress going to work. Facts. Especially when you're making that. When you're making 50 above and you're a black person, bro, you're dealing every with a lot day. of white people at work. And you got to prove That's just what it is. You got to prove you're every single day. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of people can't handle it. Coming from the black community, you're not built to handle that type of situation. You know what I'm saying? So most of us don't even have that mindset to just, all right. So the ones that's designed to be Jordan, you got to understand, they are designed to be Jordan. I am designed to be Rodman. If I can find my Jordan and make them and make a Jordan understand I am Robin, we good. You you might have a marriage that lasts your whole lifetime and be happy making that fifty thousand. I'm, I'm cool with with being this. I let my partner take off, even if that's your wife or if that's the boyfriend, or whatever, or the, or the husband. I let my wife take off and do whatever. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I let my I let my husband take off and do whatever. I'm here, and the relationship work. But motherfuckers be greedy and they don't understand. I can't be Jordan. You see a lot of Jordans be single all day. A lot of Jordans be be having kids and all that type of shit though, but they don't take care of their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like it's shit like that, bro. It, it, it's crazy. I said, oh, do you feel like a man making fifty thousand has a chance to date a woman with an NBA in this era? I'ma just say off top, no. Only because of how women are. A lot of women are right now. Um, is it possible though? Absolutely. Um, it's just it's it's just about finding the right one, find the right one that that's not worried about you know what I'm saying the materialistic things, the ones that just want to be happy. Right. You know what I'm saying because a lot of women again it's it's not their fault though. You know what I'm saying they they've used to being so independent, not depending on the men. Men, we need to be better in general. That's just what it is. But they've been depending on themselves, you know, or other women so long, and those other women have those same problems with men. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like. When you get in here, it's like, yeah, I'm going to shit on you because you're not, you're supposed to be a man. So why are you mm-hmm. making less than me? Why are you, you know what I'm saying? If, if mm-hmm. you call yourself a man, you should be in a, be- a better position than I am. I'm a woman. That's how they look at it. But on the other side, they don't see women get more opportunities. Yes, you are a woman. But like Chris Rock said, women, kids, and we said dogs are loved unconditionally. Mm-hmm. But men got to prove themselves. True. All, all the time. That's just what it is. And so if both parties came together and just, took that person for what they was and not just you got to prove something, I think it would be a whole lot better. Right. But, yeah, absolutely. You, It's hard right now, Red, but, I mean, they, they do have some women that understand. They do have some women that want a good, strong man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you, you are a real, a real man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could fix shit around the house. You could, you know what I'm saying, all the small stuff. You ain't got to worry about paying $1,000 for this and that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Women appreciate men like that. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes they got to see it. You know what and I'm they saying? brag on men like that. Exactly. Oh, girl, look, my man can do all that. Yep. Mm-hmm. When your man sitting on the sometimes, couch, sometimes he'll volunteer you for some work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, you know that type of woman. No, don't worry about that, girl. Look, my man can come over after work. That's right? real. Nigga, nigga that had the worst day at work. The worst. She hit that nigga up on the drive home with your peace time. Hey, look, baby, look, I know you're tired. I got the food for you. But, but I need uh, you to go over there. <laughs> 
That's real. She didn't pawn you out for free. Keisha need, Keisha need help setting her son basketball goal up. You know, that's going to take three hours. That's real, though. <laughs> that's real, which is why I think it's, it's completely possible. Because, yeah. because, again, that man got something to put the brain to that woman, right. provide to that woman. It may not be from a financial perspective, but it could be, you know, again, say, for instance, she may be impulsive. And he may be grounded, mm-hmm. or he may be more, you know, strategic and thoughtful and different things like that. Or the opposite. She may be a stickler, straight up and down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need things done, X, Y, Z, plan, plan, plan. And he come in with just the pizzazz and the impulse and the, hey, have, loosen up, have some fun. You know what I'm saying? So you can have that situation, but the woman has to be understanding, or not understanding, but she has to be, yeah, understanding to the fact that just because you make the most money. Right now. That that man isn't beneath you because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that a lot of women yes. fail to grasp. Yes. And it's just because of how, you know, from a historical perspective, they always hadn't been able to make this kind of money and they hadn't been in, you know, they hadn't been as educated as they are now and different things like that. So now that they got that, mm-hmm. they feel the need to remind you mm-hmm. a lot. So if you have a situation with a woman like that, it's not going to work. But if you have a situation with a woman that's completely understanding, hey, look, man, he making 50000 He's taking well, good care of himself without me. She'll be open to that. My money means nothing necessarily because finances are not going to be an issue. He bringing fifty, dollars say I'm bringing a hundred. We got 150000 in this household. Decent. You know, we pay all our bills. Got a couple thousand left to do what we want to do with. I'm cool. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So it's just about finding the right woman. Is it possible? Yes. Uh, probabilities. Very low. Very low. You did. I hope that changes, though. I really hey, hope man. that changes because once that do, our household together will be so much better. Yeah. One to ten, we talking negative two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the next one. This is from uh, Bilal Ali. He says, uh, "What's up, fellas? Oh, it's Patreon. Man. What up, Bilal? What's going down, Bilal? Hey, I like that fucking name, though. Bilal Sparta. Bilal. Straight up." <laughs> I say, what's up, fellas? Ali again. I want to thank you all for the advice that y'all gave me in the episode, uh, last episode. No cap. Said, said, I said it some thugs here is hearing y'all responses. Uh, but to move on, I got three questions. First, uh, knowing what you know up until now, would any of you go back and change anything about your lives? Also, choose to relive any key moments. Uh, it could be anything. Second, who's your favorite artist and why what makes, or what makes he or she stand out? It might have helped you in a tough time or helped you escape when you felt the world was weighing down on you. Uh, music is a big part in everyone's life, mine especially, and it's therapeutic. Uh, in its own way, I want your personal responses from an older male perspective on in a what-if scenario. If a dude approached your girl or, or wife yeah, since Smooth and AC is married, uh, in front of you, dude approached your girl in front of you, how would you react considering you know the consequences? Side note, I don't really have uh, any older black males in my life. That's positive. And that's close to my age, even though y'all got about eight to ten years on me. So I really look up to y'all on what you say and do. Damn. I, I want to model after you uh, all because y'all are solid human beings. And I'm sure great fathers and morally what this world needs more of in a black man. So I'm looking forward to this YouTube video upload of that college live. Uh, sh- yeah, that college live show and the many moves in the future. Uh, y'all brothers stay dangerous. Damn, that's love. Appreciate that. Yeah, shout out to That's Bilal. why we do it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the only reason why I do this shit, man. Because what you just said. Okay, first question is this. Uh, knowing what you know now, up until this point, would any of you go back and change anything about your lives or relive any key moments? No. No. I, I, man, a lot of people would say, oh, I would go back to, say, like the Bitcoin shit. I would go back to that. 
But during that time, if I go back to that, I wouldn't have met my wife. For me, I wouldn't have met my wife. So my life would be hectic. You get what I'm saying? My wife calmed me down. And, you know what I'm saying? All this, my, my wife is the yin to my yang. You get what I'm saying? Like she's she's what she's what I'm missing. So I wouldn't have met her during that time. So matter of fact, I'd have been a couple months off of meeting her. So it's like, nah. Is, is that money worth me being happy now? Nah. Um, for me, yeah. If I can go back, uh, I would have never went to San Antonio to play football. Oh, I already know that. I know that part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never. My nigga used to be sick. He see us at the. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is this, right? Um, for so long, you know, I, I spoke about earlier, like how important the influence that my pops and my uncles and my grandpa had in my life, you know, and they was big, you know, football stars and this, that, and the third. So growing up, it was like a. Like a right to pass It's like it was a, mm-hmm. It was a natural progression mm-hmm. That I was just gonna play football And I was gonna play The same position that they did And I was gonna be good And all of that So I didn't wanna disappoint them So you know I lived A lot of my life Chasing that And don't get me wrong I was I was dead nice um, You know Went to college Played ball But fact is I never truly loved the game I didn't I loved For one How close it made me And my pops Mm-hmm. And for two, the adulation that I got from being good at it. You know what I'm saying? And I found that out quickly when I went to San Antonio to play ball, and I wasn't getting any of that. Because for one, my daddy is way in Port Arthur, you know, hours away from me. And I don't know nobody in the stands compared to when you, you know, you nice in high school, you know everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was more of what I was in love with. I was in love with the adulation. I was in love with things that didn't have anything to do with the game. And I feel like I wasted time going out there. If I can go back, I would have never went. I probably would have came to Houston still. And, uh, you know, me and my wife would have probably been married a lot sooner. But, yeah, I feel like those two years really set me back. Finances-wise and just just things that, things that I could have been doing, things that I could have been a little more advanced in at, mm. by this point. So that would be it. Man, if I could go back, so mine would be high school too. Um, but I honestly think two things. One, um, one I would have played basketball instead of football. Mm. Because basketball was my passion, honestly. Basketball was my passion. Um, I wasn't saying I was the best on the court. I ain't going to lie and say I was. But I, I, was, I was cool. I was solid. I was definitely solid. I would lock your ass up. I'm getting three, four steals a game. I'm playing defense. Like, I was that all-around player. Like, I, when I was growing up, you know what I'm saying, I would model myself after, like, Gary Payton. So I would talk shit, you know what I'm saying, put the clamps on you. John Starks, you know what I'm saying. That's the type, type of guards and stuff I looked up to because I was short. AI, I had a little crossover in there. But, you know what I'm saying, it was, it was kind of two things that affected me. One, at my school, the coach, the basketball coach, didn't like players wearing braids. I wasn't cutting my shit. That's what I told him straight up. I'm not cutting it. So I had to hoop in a fro, big ass fro for a couple of years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> until until like my JV year, then they could let me they let me wear braids. But up until then, and and, co- and that coach didn't like football players. That's mm. what it was. So um I would have I would have took that basketball, but I kinda I kinda gave up early because people in my ear, they was like, You only five ten, ain't no, ain't no, 
guards make it to no league, you no know, five, ten. You know what I'm saying? You cool, but you know what I'm saying? You ain't got hops like that. Da, da, da. So it was like football gonna be your best route because you're already starting. You know what I'm saying? You got a little light, little buzz, blah blah blah. I'm like, that's uh, okay, that's cool because I was decent, but I wasn't. That wasn't my passion. Mm. I was just good at it. You know what I'm saying? I was just an athlete. But yeah, if I could go back, I would play basketball, and I would have tried to do more research because I didn't know nothing about no AAUs, like none of that stuff. Camps, none, none of that, none of that yeah, dog. Because yeah. I, was, it's just go to the game, go to practice, take care. Of, you know, what I'm saying? I had to go back home to my brothers and the fam and stuff like that. My yeah. mama wasn't thinking about stuff like that, so that, that that's one thing I do. No question. I still like a nigga up on the court. Though. I mean it. There you go. No, that's what's the next one. What's the next one? All right, uh, second one. He says, "Who is your favorite artist and why?" What makes he or she stand out? I remember. And, uh, you know, it might have helped you in a tough time. She was trying to escape and had to use the music to do it. I wasn't saying the tough time, but Rick Ross is my favorite artist ever. You know, ever. Because every time I need some motivation, I just throw on the tape. And I, and, and I know what to do. He, he motivates me to do a lot. Like, when I'm down with myself, I throw on some Ross and I, I, and I keep looking at what I need to do. And I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it is, no matter what obstacle I got to climb, I put that on, I'm ready. So, I would say Rick Ross. Mm, favorite artist ever. That's 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 an interesting question. Uh, Tupac would be my favorite artist ever. And it has very little to do with the music, to be honest. Um, music plays plays a role, get me wrong, you got classic albums. That, that goes without saying. Probably top two most selling rappers ever. Um, but it's his mindset, you know, um, you know, I didn't did a lot of research, read a lot about him and he's just inspiring, you know, for somebody to come from absolutely nothing and, you know, still be so well read and like, like Tupac made it cool to be smart. He was the first rapper really out, you know, that, that was a street dude that was still, you know, Hey, yeah, you know, I'm reading this book or I'm reading that book and made it cool to be intellectual and be smart and different things like that. And, um, also, you know, activist stood on what he believed in, died over it, literally, of being loyal and different things like that. So, so many just foundational values that I took from him and applied to my life. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Tupac, uh, for sure, would be my favorite artist ever. I don't have, I hate, I don't have no favorite artist ever. I just, I just love music and really appreciate music. Um, but growing up, definitely, I would say Pac would have been. You know what I'm saying? One of mine. But right now, at this moment, at this moment, is Larry June. That's just what it is. Mm. It's ups and downs and anything. Keep going, my... Like, I feel like he just be talking this shit, and he talk what he live. Like, and he just keep going. Every song, almost every track, keep going. You're going to fail, keep going. You're going to have months of bruises, keep going. You know what I'm saying? And that definitely motivated me. You know what I'm saying? Especially right now. This last eight months been... But you've been on top of that shit lately. But I've been on top of my shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's but that's honestly that's been keeping me going. You know what I'm saying? Just listening to shit every day, every day. Outside of, you know, other things I'm listening to. But like he like I say, he just be talking and stuff. And, you know, you just gotta stay consistent. That's that's all it is. Just stay consistent and you're gonna see the results at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? It's real simple message. You know what I'm saying? But I love it. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. Quick, quick side question. Favorite song from that artist that you just named? <sighs> Quick, quick, quick! I ain't okay. I ain't gonna lie to you. But on it's only by default. It? <laughs> it's only by default. It's only by default. Tracy California, only because that's a goofy ass song. That's your but favorite song, Bob. It's one. Of, not, it's just because I be 
Uh, that shit just got a live ass beat. Okay. But my but if it be my favorite, my favorite though mm-hmm. would be uh. I like I like Mr. Midnight, Mission Bay, Thirty Days. He got so many dog. He got Mr. Midnight tough. That's number one. Mr. Maybe Mr. Midnight. Oh, you Ross gotta record. change for the better. So many things I going know, through my mind. I got a lot. She wanna leave. Mama today, what's it for? Because I know you know what I'm saying. What's your favorite artist? Your favorite song? You gonna change by today? Okay, so today. When, when I'm riding, like every time I get in the whip, right? Even before I play these these Drake records, mm-hmm. I'm going play uh, uh, Fascinated. Mm. I'm going play Sleeper. Fascinated. That's a sleeper right there. That's what I'm going to play. Uh, that's, off of, uh, that's, on, that's on the new one. Uh, uh, What's the name of that? Go to Miami, too. Yeah. It's called I, Fascinated. I still ain't heard that through yet. I need to check it yeah, out. Oh, hard. I know what you're talking about. Bro. <laughs> That record deal. Yeah. That's everything I ever thought about as a young nigga. Everything I ever thought about. I'm talking in that in them in, in, in them three verses. That's everything I ever talked about as a young nigga. Mm. And not for me to be here and thinking about like when I hear that and be here and see all the shit around me, see all my niggas successful and shit. I think about that. So that's my favorite song from Ross right now. Mm. Um, my answer's my quick. Lord knows. That's my favorite Tupac record ever. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Simple and plain. Okay. On to the last no. question. Yeah. Okay. He says, uh, in a what if scenario, if a dude approached your girl, how would you react to it, considering oh. you know the consequences? Oh, I already know. How is he approaching them? Hey, I guess to like shoot at her. And but, you would. Right. Hey, me, me and my wife already didn't talk about that. I'm gonna linger back and laugh at that mm-hmm. stupid ass because y'all think I'm blunt. <laughs> Y'all don't know my wife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially with me right there. See, when, when I'm not right there and she tell you no and then you still try to holler, she going to call me on the phone and, and tell me exactly what you wearing, how you look, everything. She going to tell, like, like she going to be talking loud in a rude way, right? But if I'm there, bro, I ain't never had, I ain't never had it happen, but I already know she going to be looking at you and then she going to look at me and then look back at you like, you see what you got? You don't compare, baby. Hey, it's me. <laughs> when I say it's me, I'm not just saying that. <laughs> Real life. <laughs> you can't replace God. <laughs> you can't replace God. You know what I'm saying? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I just sit back. I let it happen. Let it happen. And watch her, watch her perform. Because she going you know what I'm saying? If, if she cut for me like she say she do. You know what I'm saying? I'm let her you know what I'm do her thing. I can't, I can't control. I can't control you. Right. You, well, first of you can't control the mother niggas that's exactly. coming up to her. Niggas is, man, hey. You know what I'm saying? So let her. And actually, I'm actually happy that's y'all niggas test. even thinking about this. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're going to be in the general area of us being in there. Like, right. you know, when you go somewhere, you see them niggas side looking at your gal and shit. And you see them niggas and they looking at you like, oh, bitch ass nigga, mm-hmm. I'll take your gal. Yeah. <laughs> and then you you walk with that walk like, nigga, I wish you would walk. <laughs> Straight up. It's that type Straight of feeling. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, my, my sentiment is pretty much pretty much the same, but I, I would still be a little it, it would be would take it as disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because for one, that's my that's my my heart. So mm-hmm. she's 
well, Kenzie now too, but she's the most vulnerable part of me. Mm-hmm. And if I feel any kind of threat at all in any way, I go to 10. Mm-hmm. So I, got you. I, I would have to gather that and like, I guess put things into perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, she's attractive. He's supposed to shoot mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. But you know, yeah, baby, baby not going for that. Baby going to shut that down immediately. But I'm still going to be a little perturbed. But I mean, I'm working on that. I'm becoming a better person. I'm working on my temper and things of like that. Disregard last last episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> disregard last episode. Man. I'm, I'm constantly working on me. But yeah, nah, man. My wife is a is a is a trooper, man. She's not going for none of that bullshit. They, they can try though. I said, hey, I said be playing too. Now. Walk up to her and just give her a kiss. What's up, baby? Everything going good? Everything going good? You good? Oh, okay. It's oh, a problem. Who, who, who said it? No, I'm saying if you, no, you walk like you, oh, you see it going on. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. you see it going on, uh, and you hey, walk up to your I, baby I, like, "What's I up, baby? Everything good?" I gotta keep 100 about the game. If you on the other side, you a single dude. Do your motherfucking thing. Mm-hmm. You supposed to, especially hey, on C. If you see if she her by leave, for, hey, if she leave for you, you gotta realize too, she ain't shit. This hmm. just, this just smashing hey. that. Facts, facts. So you gotta see it from both sides, baby. Yeah. Okay, on to the next one. Uh, this is from Chelsea, Patreon member. What's going down, Chelsea? Appreciate you, dude. She said it's Chelsea, no anonymous shit. That's the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, shout out to Bryce. <laughs> shout out to Bryce. <laughs> my question is, why do y'all think so many women in our generation struggle with being feminine? Cause man, they, y'all so built to be strong. Because most households in our generation was just a mother. Mm-hmm. And with the mother doing everything, and with man, we as kids, we watching, baby, we watching, we watching how strong our mama is. We watching most of the time back in them days, our mama walked to the bus stop or walked to work to do some things like like not depending on a man to do something. And then on top of that, they did on the men. Most women them in them days, they did on the men in moderation because the men ain't got their shit together. Men want to be on the streets, running around the streets all day. She going, she going working nine to five. She may be working at. A, a daycare or, or, or a nursing home or she may be a, a nurse's aide or she may be uh, driving a school bus or whatever. You get me? It, It's stuff like that. Right. You get me? So you, uh, we always watch our women be strong and, and for real, for real, in my generation, we watch a lot of these niggas be bitch-ass, weak-ass niggas. Preaching. So, so in turn, that made the next generation of, of men like re- resent other other men that men older than them. Mm-hmm. We resent them motherfuckers because motherfucker, you was a deadbeat. Twenty years ago, nigga, you was a deadbeat. You trying to get your shit together now? And then on top of that, the women they was like, "Oh, I gotta. I seen my mama struggle. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I can see we go make some money. Let me go get a degree. I can make more money. And I ain't gonna let no man. I ain't gonna let no man you stop me. Do this. Do this. Do this. And that. So now we got a, a class of women now that's like they they not as soft. They it was not, they not as nurturing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying, so it's just that dynamic. It, it's it, it's a lot of how we grow up, man, it, and it's gonna change generation to generation. So, yeah, um, I would agree. I think um, you know, society kind of forces people into how they behave, you know, based on circumstances that you come from. Fact is, now more than ever, you know, dads are not in the household as much, and different things like that. So women got to step up and be more masculine in that regard to be able to take care of their situations or raise their kids. You know, I know a lot of, a lot of single mothers out here that they got to do both jobs because they man don't want no parts of the kid. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you do? I, I got to have a masculine side. I got to give you some kind of masculine influence. If, I don't, if the dad's not in the picture, I don't have like a brother or, you know, a, a grandpa or nothing for you to shake that after. I got to try to teach you what I think it is. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what causes them to have to go into that masculine lane. So it's just, you know, simple answer. It's just society. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, piggyback off what y'all say. Piggyback off the piggyback. It's the <laughs> exact same thing. It just, yeah, man, we just got, you know, a lot of a lot of weak men out here now, which which needs to change. And man. more women just standing on their own, on their own too, and knowing that they don't need you. You know what I'm saying? But in that same sense, they do. It's like, <clears throat> it's, as emotional as women are, they also like, they can be shit. It's hell or high, or high water. You know what I'm saying? Like, they going to turn your life upside down if they have to. You know what I'm saying? They might be a little more savagery than than men. Took Matt word, savagery. Um, <laughs> That's a word. Put that in the dictionary. <laughs> but, yeah, they go, like, they just, they more cold with it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like similar to us, you know, once something happens one time, we learn. Right. And I, a, a lot of women, you know, they get hurt that one time real bad, and it's a wrap for the rest of the men after that. It takes a man that making four times the amount of money, you know what I'm saying? She got to really see that, that you know what I'm saying, you can provide and you can protect and you can, like, she really has to see that for her to turn over to you and submit and, you know what I'm saying, welcome you in her life, you know yep. what I'm saying? So I think that's that's what it comes down to. It's, it's a lot of hurt and it's a lot of trauma, you know, from early stages that, that affects us, that's affected right now. And, again, some of that still comes back to the man. Like, fellas, we got to do better. That's just what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, I feel like we lost our way, man. But it is, for real. I feel for like sure. we lost our way. Definitely. Well said. Uh, on to the last question of the day. This is from B. Janelle, Patreon member. What's going down? Appreciate you, B. Sure, yes, sir. She says, hey, crew, hope you all are well. Quick question. Oh, yeah, no anonymous shit. In shout all out to my nigga Bryce. I got to give you a shout out, baby. <laughs> he said we better put them on the shirt. <laughs> all right, she says, I've been, quote, unquote, talking to this guy for two years now. We never made it official because we live in two different states. I know he talks to other people as well as I, but I had planned a trip to go see him for a week in March. This trip was planned in January. Come February 14th, which is Valentine's Day, Another female posts some pictures with him. Candlelit dinner and shit at his place. I know I know you only doing shit like that for somebody if y'all are together. Yes, I asked him about it because I don't want to fly out there and be put in a position where this female pops up at his place unannounced. If she got it like that, I don't know. Uh, he explains to me that they just spending time. He likes her, but he's quote unquote unsure, whatever that means. He says he loves me and really wants to talk to me face to face. Uh, he says he loves me and can't lose me. I'm unsure what to do at this point. And mind you, he says that it's not what it looks like with this girl. But when I see pics of this female in your house, it is what it looks like. But uh, from what I'm getting is they not together? No. They just talking. Talking. They just talking. Yep. And it's long distance. Look, look, baby. If y'all just talking, you can't judge the game, baby. Facts. You can't judge the game. Hey, 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 you really got to respect, dude, for even telling you what's real. Yeah. He te- he probably ain't giving you, like, all the way real emotions about whichever side because a man is choosing just like you is choosing. You're choosing who you want to talk to. Mm-hmm. So for him to even give you enough of it for you to understand, you got to respect that. Right. And if you cool with that, you got to realize you're competing for the number one job. And with you being long distance, if you really like this man, you need to get on that plane. If you if you don't even want to compete, get your ass out the game now. But he doing what he's supposed to do, and you 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 looking at how you supposed to look at it, but you just judging the game. You can't judge that though. Mm-hmm. You can't judge it because y'all both single. 
So, man, mm. I don't know, man. Oh, how would you assess the situation? Man posted pictures and videos with the girl on Valentine's Day. Did he, he post the pictures? Like. Did she post the pictures? She did. At his crib. They weren't at a restaurant. It's at his crib. Man, that's hard. Because I, cause I think some, because, shit. Because I feel like you already know a lot of women, they be posting pics for the gram, just for for them. They don't necessarily post it for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it as maybe she was just posting because it's Valentine's Day. She wanted other people to see that she did something for Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was mm-hmm. really special or not, you know what I'm saying? They just doing it for the likes, doing it for the attention, whatever. That's how I see it. Um, he telling you that, you know, it ain't it ain't what it is, and he want to be with you. It sound good, but at the same time, y'all are so far away. So I feel like he entertaining what's in front of him, what's easily accessible right, right. now. Um, and he could very much have strong feelings for you, but you're not in arm's reach, mm-hmm. which is affecting you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would, you know what I'm saying? The, the fact that he told you at least that, like he telling you what it is, and you understand, and you also doing you, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are kind of almost in the same playing field. The only thing is, you probably just didn't do nothing for Valentine's Day. Like, outside of that, y'all doing the same thing. So, do you want to be with this person? That's a question you got to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, is this person worth it? Is this person worth a serious conversation? Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it made you, it made you feel some type of way. So, obviously, you have feelings for this person. So, if you want to take this further, sit them down and let's say, hey, Whatever we got to do to iron this out. If not, then it just is what it is. He going to have to take that L if you're not willing to be there. That's just how it go. And if he want to date that person, let him date them. But you can't be, you know what I'm saying, sweating over him, especially if y'all in different states or whatever. I was away. So I would say focus on you if, you know what I'm saying, you're not trying to take things further. And get your ass to the state that he live in if you really serious about that yeah. relationship. See how serious it is. Get your ass over there. See how serious it is. Or vice versa, make his ass come to you. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Which is why, you know, you've been listening to this podcast for a while. So, you know, my views on long distance relationships, uh, they are not relationships. When you sign up for a long distance situation, you're signing up to have a boyfriend in law or a girlfriend in law. <laughs> and that's just facts. You know, it is what it is. So, just like Smooth said, you need to close that gap. But y'all are not official. Nope. So, what that means is you don't have grounds or Leverage to dictate anything. It's messed up. I know y'all might be working toward it. He may be telling you things. Hey, I love you. Let me explain something. Actions or say what words can't yep. every time. Need to move accordingly. If he really loved you and really seen himself with you, that gap would be closed or it would be plans to close that gap. But he hasn't done that. Right? So what that means is, is that he's putting the onus on you. So he don't you are a convenience to him. He may like you for real. He he he's not lying about that. Mm-hmm. But the love you part, I don't believe that. Mm-mm. Because me and my wife was in a similar situation, but I loved her, so that gap closed, and then now we married. You see what I'm saying? Actions tell you what words can't. So until his start to reflect the same thing, you got to move accordingly, and you know. Fact is, y'all are not official. Y'all are not exclusive. Nope. So you don't even have a, a leverage to be mad about the situation. You just got to take that. And if you was doing the same thing, he would have to take that. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't posted, then what? You right. would have never knew. 
That's real. You, you, you been the same situation. You gotta look at it like that. You been the mm-hmm. same situation. You gotta look at it like that. So for real, for real, to be if we talking about the sleeves, the dean is here. If you had the sleeves, that means he was sloppy. You caught that. He gave you something that you you weren't supposed to get. How mm-hmm. did she say? Because he didn't tell you. You seen it online, then you asked him about she it. She must have tagged him or something. No, That's man, how you she know, found man, out. You know women is good researchers, bro. Come on. <laughs> but for it to be on any social media, mm-hmm. that means he's sloppy. You get what I'm saying? So in a way, he was forced to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. In a way. But if y'all both single, he talking about he love you and all that. That should have been on the table regardless. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at it like that too. And that's how I know it ain't love. Exactly. Because when it's love, you ain't moving sloppy like that. Not like that. Not like nothing that. about yeah. me. Exactly. Even if you are doing some dirt, you're going to do your best to hide that. Exactly. You ain't going to let the girl post you online pictures and videos yeah. in your crib. No. Hell no. Nah. Come on, fam. Hell no. So, Hell nah. uh, yeah. So you got to watch out for that. You got to, <laughs> you got to understand, you got to really sit back and understand what game is going on. Because mm-hmm. I, like I say, all that I said it what, two episodes back. All that shit is just a finesse job. Mm-hmm. All that shit is a circle, baby. It's just you gotta understand. You gotta take yourself out of the situation and see what it really is. If it really is love that you talking about, go go chase that down. Mm-hmm. If it's love on because you pressed him on a situation, he just trying to make you happy. Mm-hmm. He not trying to lose your conversation or if you coming off the ass when y'all do see each other and all this stuff. He trying to keep it cool. So if it's that, you need to leave that alone because you always going to only have a piece of He's not really there for what you can do for him. He's there for what he can get up out of you. Yep. It's all about action. I think, B, you didn't say it a few times when we were shooting the Battle of Sexes about like just being honest. Like, yeah, being honest is cool, but you can also manipulate somebody yeah, by sure. being honest. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving you what I'm doing. So whatever you do after that, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's not on See, me no more. In her situation, she caught him. Because if it would, like y'all said, if it wouldn't have been online, she didn't she never, never heard. Him. But he was still honest about it. They was both talking about they talking to people. Then he got caught. Yeah, but being, he still told. Yeah, but at the same time, having a woman in your house kind of like dinner. Mm-hmm. That's intimate type shit. I know that's yeah, somebody that's, that's flagrant. You get what I'm saying? That's somebody. I know the candles lit. Boy, have music playing. I don't know. I had some. I had some stuff done for me last year, and it was only like two months. So see, but that's a woman though. We talking a man doing that for a woman? Did he? That's see, a woman. Did he do it for? Her or was? Or did she just see a house? post? Is that? Her, that's is what that, I'm saying. No, no, no. Is that his house? She could have done so for her to even have the key. Who said she had the key? Come on, bro. I mean, she had to, to get to, to get up in there. Can't decorate in front he of him. Left the door open. <laughs> we just we just played that open. Trying, 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 trying to shoot him some bail. We just huh? played that earlier. Trying to shoot that man some bail. <laughs> he trying to shoot him some bail. Huh? I feel you. I feel you. But nah. <laughs> Straight up. But uh, but yeah, man. So again, you gotta just move on with the actions it's showing you, man. It, it looks blatantly obvious to me. But again. Context is everything. You in it. You know all the details. We don't. We only looking at it from what you done told us. And from what you done told us, it sounds like, you know, you are more of a convenience to him than the love of his life. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you should move accordingly. Right. Um, but on that note, man, we're going to get up out of here. Y'all boys, shout out social medias and things of that nature. SMUV underscore underscore. I'm still tired from last night. We had a super party and shit, man. <laughs> Damn, and I lost in spades. There you go. Uh, say just say it a little loud. Man. I don't, I don't <laughs> like it. Lost, 
in spades. It ain't the first time. But I am not to blame. <laughs> <laughs> He's our man nameless still. He's Sarah. <laughs> so well underscore fitness, our platforms, TikTok, Twitter, IG. Um, shout out to S5 Podcast. We should we, we got another member in the room. When, we, when we dropping that one? Tomorrow? Tonight? We'll probably drop it later, you know what I'm saying? Had a guest appearance, my boy Dow. We are, it's the fam and, and my cousin P. You know what I'm saying? We all close and shit, just be talking shit. Y'all check it out. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no time doing something. Check it out. S5. The So Well 5 podcast. Oh. Uh, Detroit AC. Everywhere. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Crew Season. Twitter, oh, we, Instagram. Hey, look. I'm sorry to cut you off. I right, would. But we finally got a community on... Uh, on Reddit? On, no, on Clubhouse. Clubhouse. We got a community on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. follow I community. made it this morning. Okay. Please follow the community yeah, follow on Clubhouse. Facts. Finally, finally got the club set up, man. They don't they don't open it up where you ain't gotta apply nothing no more. Good. I was gonna it. ask you about that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, as soon as I seen it, I made it immediately. So everybody you know, <laughs> please hey, tell a friend to tell a friend. Did you try to take our name? Nah, that's how I want to do it before they try to oh, take our name. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know somebody try to hose and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh tell a friend to tell a friend to join the thing, man. We we gonna be going live on that a lot, man. We just had to, we just had to set this shit up the right way, man. We we want to make it like like very detailed and and and, and fan oriented for y'all. Facts. That way, when we live on there, y'all get we we bring we bring y'all up like three four y'all at a time. Y'all get y'all spill off. Y'all want to pop some shit. Y'all want to go at one of us and all that shit. That just don't go at the guard. <laughs> Got a whole bunch of shit. I'm gonna pop off. <laughs> Straight up. But uh, yeah, man. Crew season Instagram, crew season Twitter, YouTube. Shout out to the Patreon members. Yeah. Shout out to Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State. Live show is coming. You know what I'm saying? We are uh, we we still ironing our details and everything as far as the presentation and what type of show we're gonna bring. But it's gonna be entertaining. So regardless. You know. mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so on that note, man, we're gonna get the hell up out of here. Uh play a record from Drake. It's called What's Next off of that three pack. Y'all boys, uh appreciate y'all for tuning in. Making a change today, the liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kinda like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I can't just be with you and only you. Yeah, I got one virtual, got one in that day is the only two. Man, how many times have I shown and proved, man? How many nights I've been woke, swerving the potholes, not trying to fuck up the wheels on the road, okay? Funny how life goes. He thought he was sick, now we wiping his nose, okay? Soon as you give him your soul, you blow up and they say you're selling your soul, okay? They want my life exposed, they want to know about the highs and lows. Well, summer all I did was rest, okay? And New Year's all I did was stretch, okay? And Valentine's Day I had sex, okay? We'll see what's about to happen next, okay? Okay, okay, we'll see what's about to happen next, okay? Okay, okay, we'll see what's about to happen. Hey, hey, we'll see what's about to happen. Hey, we'll see what's about to happen. I'm making a change today, the liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away, that's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I... Yeah, I got one lawyer, got one in that day, the only two, man. How many times have I told you the truth, man? How many nights I've been woke, swerving them potholes, not trying
not trying to fuck up the wheels or fuck up the deals. I'm posted in stock. Home, it's me, the owls, and the twins. It's only the real. I'm moving way too humble. Weezy ain't handed it off. I still got no fumbles. I'm on a hot 100. Numero uno. This one ain't come with a bundle. I'm in the wind. A million in chocolate chips. And that's just how my cookie crumble. I put a skirt on a whip and a crown on a six. But there's no need to dress up the numbers. Ay, ay. Yeah, but I guess they must have their reasons. They want to know how I'm living my day-to-day life in the regular season. Well, summer, all I did was rest, okay? And New Year's, all I did was stretch, okay? And Valentine's Day, I had sex, okay? We'll see what's about to happen next, okay? 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 We'll see what's about to happen next, okay? 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 We'll see what's about to happen. Hey, hey, we'll see what's about to happen. Hey, we'll see what's about to happen. I'm making a change today. The liquor been taking the pain away. I heard you was giving your chain away. That's kind of like giving your fame away. What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do. A boss is a road that I've grown into. I love you to death, but I told you the truth. I...